Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome to our little planes hopping D&D campaign, folks. My name is Austin, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and as always, I am joined by my stealing scoundrels, settling scores, and soothing strange solidarity. Say hello, everyone. Is that hello. what we're doing this week? That feels like the intro. That's kind of what you did at the end. Desperate housewives. Well, you didn't really soothe it so much as all agree that you were dicks to Danny, but you know. <laughs> and I wasn't there. We weren't dicks she to wasn't Danny. There. We'll, we'll talk about it in the podcast. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You got that. <laughs> Anyway, we're back for another exciting installment of season four. Who can believe we've gone on this long? Ooh. But before. Still going. Still here. Still going. No one in sight. And then one day we'll die. Uh, (laughs) Before we get started tonight, though. Not me. uh, I'm immortal. (laughs) So so far, so good. Uh, Before we get started, though, we do have a uh, special sponsor tonight. So, Sophia, please say all the things. I will say all the things, but first. I would like to uh, do my go-to sports metaphor for the show, and I totally thought about this in the minutes that people spent debating the Fibonacci sequence before we started. Um, <laughs> Minute and a half tops. It's not a debate. We're all in agreement about it. it <laughs> we all agree it exists. We're, We're not denying, denying that it's past a thing. three it's minutes and 40 seconds recording, 100% mm-hmm. the first two minutes of that minimum are the Fibonacci sequence talk. Um, Release the Fibonacci cut. <laughs> do not... <laughs> My high school's <laughs> best performing sports team, according to the yearbook, was the chess team. So I'm going to count that as a sport. Uh, and it looks like the pawn has been moved from one of those middle two squares, two spaces <laughs> okay. forward. Everyone's favorite right. starting no. move. No. They, they have actual e t- The timer has been hit. And now mm-hmm. we're talking about today's sponsor for today's episode. Uh, we have another lovely author sponsoring the show. Uh, and so we're look here. Up, that's a valid move. To talk. It, I took my one month of chess club says that it is. Uh, <laughs> mm, pain. All right. Uh, but it's we're fine. this today's adventure is sponsored by Moontide, a new novel by author Mary Greenwood releasing in August of this year. That's 2023. Available for order right now. Woo. Uh, this is a new adult fantasy novel from a ver- an, Auss- an Aussie, which is, <laughs> I'm so thankful that an Australian author was willing to sponsor the show, even though we have butchered this accent for the last <laughs> three and a half seasons. I'd say we've made Australians cooler, if that's possible. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Oh, it's pretty cool. <sighs> Listen, I have a story to share. Will you hear it howling in my eaves? Feel it gusting down my chimney with a fine mist of rain. See it in the gossamer ghosts flitting over the dust and ashes. Scent it on the salt wind that whispers and wails with the voices of the lost. I can only hope you will. Fia wears a stolen pelt that eats away her humanity night by night. When she stumbles into an abandoned lighthouse with blood staining her hands, her teeth, she has almost given up hope of claiming back her life. A daughter of fire, Brenna's only wish is to flee her father's legacy and the people who call her accursed. After a wolf attack leaves her injured and awakens the superstitions of the townsfolk, she strikes a bargain with the council in a desperate bid for her freedom. A son of the sea, 
Tuathal seeks answers the tide alone cannot give him. Chasing the memory of his mother, he is drawn to a fragile stranger who might be the only one who can unveil the mystery of her disappearance. Within the lighthouse's walls, on the cusp between fire and storm, an old story begs to be heard, heeded, and understood. Each tread in the footprints of the past, but what will it cost to tell a new story, to set old wrongs right? That is Moontide, available now through the order link in our description below. Uh, definitely check it out if you sound at all interesting. It sounded super cool to me. Check out the link in the description or show notes below to order your copy today. Uh, sounds super cool. And thank you again to Mary Greenwood and Moontide for sponsoring today's adventure. And with that, the player on the other side has also moved a pawn forward two spaces, but this time the other pawn, like, equivalent on that side. So, like, if one was on the left... On the other mm -hmm. side, it's that side's also left, so that it's the opposite side's the right. Same color. And then they hit right. the little have letters for a reason. button again. And with that, it is Austin's turn to move a chess piece. The clock? You mean they hit the clock? We're doing, we're doing the little time button? chess. I didn't watch the Queen's Google Gambit, if I'm being honest. I heard it was very good. And I you never don't have to watch it. the Queen's Gambit. You don't Gambit. have to watch Queen's Gambit to know what chess is. Queen's you just Gambit. have to be part of modern culture. Queen's Gambit, famously the show that invented chess. <laughs> yeah. Recent phenomenon. Everyone who plays chess learned it from mm -hmm. the Queen's Gambit. I think that's how it works. Sophia. <sighs> this bit Pain. is beloved. Thank you very much. This is <laughs> this is I part do of like the this show. Slightly more than you butchering uh, sports that I don't know about because now I can get mad, but in an educated <laughs> way. <laughs> I do like I, I do sleep. like how my prediction is going to be true where we're starting to veer off to things that aren't necessarily sports, which is a general mm -hmm. Take it up with my it's high school. It's starting to fall on the Because on they the, listed the, the chess team of... under sports, and their trophies did sit in the sports cabinet, and they were much more successful than, like, the football team. Yes. And how I think everyone, you got the causality they, reversed there. I think they the were listing the chess team that? as a sport because the chess team was doing so well. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, like, we need we need more trophies. I was not on a sports Get team the nerds in here. or on chess, but I would agree that I think that maybe that was more of the decision making. <laughs> so then what's the difference between like a sport and a game? Cause both, okay, I actually have a whole thing about this, but we're going to have to do it later. <laughs> okay, maybe join us for a Patreon stream yes. and I'll talk about my, uh -huh. my theoretical scale of 1 to 10 of game versus sport and where everything falls along that Great. spectrum. Great, so when this episode comes out like a month from now, from when we're recording, yes. patrons that month go on to the little <laughs> Q&A chat and ask Austin only, about it. It's only two chats from now. Yeah. Go on to the chat and ask Austin about it. You want to play some D&D? More than yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> when last we left our heroes. That's us. An old contract fulfilled. You have repaid your debt to Golzar, taking on a dangerous, perhaps your most dangerous job yet. But you seem to come through unscathed, the contract fulfilled. Finbar, all ties with the Searing Tongue in any professional manner now seem to have been cut for you. There was perhaps some contention surrounding the previous job, but I'm sure that there's nothing to worry about there. After returning to Sigil to get out of town for a little bit and offload some of your stolen uh, money, we find ourselves uh, just a uh, about a day or two later back in the city of Brass, that beautiful, uh, opulent gem in the elemental chaos. Uh, actually, 
Before we get started, uh, to take care of a little business that would have probably happened between episodes, Noir, uh, do you have the list of planes that you would have chosen to Ooh, copy yeah. down out of that book? The portals. Did you say. do the, your uh, homework, the, uh, the, uh, Noir? Circles. <laughs> I did if do not, a bit we of can homework. Return to your... Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I guess just to, to recap, um, I get to choose three out of the following six. Gehenna, Elysium, Fire, Water, Vitopia, and Easgard. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, uh, the extent of my homework involves uh, me just rolling a d6 three times. Uh, so Easgard, Water, and I already rolled a six. I already rolled a four. Two. Elysium. Nice. That All one right. might be useful. Yeah. Uh, might be useful. We know all, two people in Isgard. Yeah. Uh, all of those are, are ostensibly useful. Um, get, uh, honestly, Gehenna was probably your least useful one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. very curious about it. Of course, you don't know it. where the... A quick yeah. reminder that the way the teleportation circles work is when you plane shift, if you know the teleportation circle, you can attempt to plane shift there specifically. So it will right. give you a direct means of traveling uh, 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 to a specific location within that plane. Now, you still need to cast... <laughs> plane shift, but I, if, if memory serves, I don't think you need the tuning fork. If the ship is the thing that plane shifts, and we plane shift to somewhere inside... Mm. Uh, I believe it does specify <laughs> that you, you teleport to the nearest space that could hold you. Cool. Oh, that's useful. That's very it useful. Is useful. If we get in trouble for stealing the information about these teleportation circles, one of the easiest possible ways to catch us would just be to set up posts around out. those places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I if don't we just believe... clip outside the building, we'd be fine. Did you take I the be... book, Noir? I believe you No, I copied, just copy. I was able to yeah. just copy so, three down. So they really have no way of knowing... Um, Short, short of an, a, a stellar investigator with a stellar investigation check, really any way of even s- suspecting that you would have copied those. Now, all the money that's out of the safe, that's... that's I was going to say. Uh, mm. But, you know. Did we did we, did we we successfully fence off that yes, 10,000-ish? Uh, okay. All that, all that gold that you've acquired, um, the various denominations thereof, feel free to uh, mark that down. Hira, more than happy to basically trade with you guys Uh, Hero really liked the notion of having stuff that was stolen (laughs) we told Hero where we got it from I I don't know why else you would explain that you needed money fenced I can't imagine a way in which like if we send anyone to do this like if you send Danny it's gonna be too shady and she's not getting in Uh, Virla, Kiana, Finbar I think would just say it's stolen at any given point (laughs) probably unless you told me not to in which case I would just panic Hira very happy to uh, the novelty of having stolen (laughs) stolen money even if they already had a lot of money it's just fun Um, also if you would like any of that gold converted into any kind of gemstones then you can do that certain spell components require Mm -hmm. gemstones and of course Revivify requires diamonds so Mm -hmm. any amount that you want to go ahead if you divide up the gold already, you just assume that you can get that turned into rubies or sapphires or diamonds or whatever. It's we got ten. Finbar's gonna have worth. a huge honking ring for the. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got ten thousand nice. worth. I'm uh, split splitting it equequally across uh, all fours. Everyone gets. I would not like anything that was stolen from brass, so y'all can divvy that up amongst yourselves. We technically no longer have anything stolen from brass. We have Even money that so. has been exchanged. That's all you okay. guys. <laughs> Then, uh, oh okay. man, math. 
Yeah. I guess I'll take the extra one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. It, you guys have never created a party fund. Uh, we never did. But, <laughs> no. But this is happening. You guys, like, the ship ropes are being attached and the ship is being pulled in to the uh, dock at Brass. The gang, you guys, like, finished divvying things up now that, you know, you're, you're entering a city where you might need it. And uh, you see the, the gangplank goes down. And uh, this time Otto is uh, waiting there for you guys. Right. What would you like to do? Does I'm he look pissed or does he look normal? <laughs> make yeah. an insight check. Can I also make an insight check? You can check? absolutely make an insight check. Yay! Oh. Uh, I like guidance on whoever's uh, on Kiana. Honestly. Oh, I'll does do that guidance mean I on Danny then. <laughs> it means you roll with an additional d4 added to your total. Alrighty. Uh, 17 total then with guidance. Hell are my d4s. Oh, the one time I didn't pull out my dice. Okay. <laughs> okay we'll wait. <laughs> 30. 30? Oh, I rolled so, a natural 20 oof. and a plus one. Uh, fucking everything. What's Otto's social security? <laughs> so, Danny. Yeah. Otto does not seem angry, and you know him pretty well. So you definitely can get the sense that there is there's no like ill will here. You guys have been like, you guys took a couple extra days, which is the sort of thing you guys used to do before you had a big falling out. But... There's a sense that perhaps things have returned back to normal. He understands that part of this arrangement is you guys also taking care of other business occasionally. And the fact that you answered his call and then showed up pretty promptly, uh, he's not upset. Uh, Kiana, with a natural 20 and then a 30, there you catch <laughs> he's the ever so he's subtle. There's no, there's, it's not anger or anything. He, his glance at you three and then at Danny is not uh, angry or distasteful, but you notice Otto looking at Danny like a family, like a like a you know a family member who has just returned home, and he looks at the rest of you guys uh, with kind of a sense of like. Like, if they brought their hooligan friends and you were like, what sort of trouble did they get them up to? I figured. While they were gone. Oh, we're the hooligan oh, friends. Over. Okay. Danny yeah. doesn't, appro he doesn't approve of the company Danny keeps. Mm -hmm. I've never been the good influence before. <laughs> yeah, the idea that we're the bad influences yeah. on Danny is so very funny, funny but oh, also God. makes perfect sense yeah. for Otto. Oh. oh, man. He just gives a smile as you guys come down. Yeah, I'll you know, make sure the ship is docking and everything, and then hop down to, I assume, converse. Yeah, you hop down, he says, I think it, everything has gone well. Yeah, we had a little trouble getting out of hell, so had to stop and do a couple patch-ups. This ship could use some work, frankly, but, uh... <laughs> he kind of, like, appraises the ship, and he's like, I think this is the worst I've actually ever seen it in. I'm surprised that, uh... Well, I assume whoever did this is dead now. You know, we didn't really yeah. stick along, around long enough to, to find out the exact results of that. Fair enough. Uh, better to flee a fight than die in a fight. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, shall we finalize things? I'll get you your cut, and we can... He motions for you to let go with him. 
Is it all of us or is it Danny? <laughs> uh, natural 20, he's mostly motioning to Danny. If any of you would like to accompany her, feel free. I'll just start following him. I, sure. Our MO up till now has been Danny just goes, but if anyone wants to follow, I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> so I think strictly speaking, some of us might have already spent our cut. Right? Yeah. Uh, this is Austin hand-waving a mechanical thing, wherein I knew you were in Seagull and would probably want to spend money, but mm-hmm. theoretically he would be divvying it up at this point, right? Okay. I'll go with Danny, then. Okay. Vila follows Danny. Uh, Danny, I want to ask you how the events of the last couple days clearly did upset Danny. Mm-hmm. Do you, is Danny still upset? And if so, is this something that she tries to hide and to any great effect? Or is this kind of like, is she kind of openly sour? What is the disposition, that? what is the headspace and disposition of Danny following the last adventure? I think Danny's definitely still salty. Um, no pun on the plane of salt intended. But uh, I think like Danny would attempt to hide that she was so pissed because she doesn't really like to confront any particularly strong feeling at any given point other than like euphoric joy or just pure rage. And she's sort of just simmering right now. Um, but it is Danny, and I don't know that she's the most deceptive person in the world. So I don't think it would be particularly difficult for anyone nearby to see that like she's not as. Uh, jokey as she tends to be she's a bit more all business at the moment and that's probably a reaction to being pretty pissed uh and not really wanting to put too much out there okay do you think this is the sort of thing Otto would intuitively pick up from you or do you think it's the sort of thing Otto should perhaps roll to determine uh I think Otto could probably just pick up that Danny is a little annoyed but I don't know that he would think it was too out there so I would say probably roll if he wanted to see if it was like unusually pissed Fantastic. Maybe we are a bad influence on Danny, guys. Maybe we should just leave. No! Uh, with, with a total of 15, what do you think that he picks up? Uh, she's more <laughs> pissed than she usually is, but it's not. he doesn't get the sense it's directed at him. I think it's just sort of like Danny seems like something happened uh, that she's uh, annoyed with. They are both aligned in their hatred for us, oh no. <laughs> I think if I've clocked any of Danny's more pissed than usual, Kiana's not going with her to deal with Otto. Kiana's staying on the ship. I think it makes Fair sense enough. that Virla's the only one going. <laughs> I love my boy! Virla, you guys make your way, uh, and as you get to Otto's office, uh, he opens the door uh, and then stops and says, Actually, come to think of it, the most amount of repair that could done in the shortest amount of time is probably a worthy investment. Virla, why don't you see if you can't find Roy somewhere around here to get started on all of that? Uh, absolutely. I will meet you back on the ship then, Danny. Alright. Thank you, my boy. You're welcome. You're getting shoot out! My sir. And I'll leave. <laughs> oh, Virla and Roy uh, I'll go look for Roy. Thinking that nothing is of the, out of the ordinary. <laughs> Damn it. Here he goes to look for Roy. Otto uh, leaves, the, uh, watches you go, and then leaves the door open. Uh, doesn't like close it or anything, but right. walk, still walks in and sits at the desk. Payment? Yeah. I completely. Takes it. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia the player has forgotten what we agreed yet. on, but I assume that it is written down somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was 10,000 gold, and you are entitled to 20%, which is 2,000 gold. Cool. Uh, split four ways a pittance compared to the gold that you just yeah. stole from the thing. <laughs> Liberated. Um, oh but you God. know, one is 
different kinds of work, you know. High mm-hmm. reward. Uh, he starts counting, uh, and then he says, "So, is the trend going to continue? Am I going to have to be the one that does all the talking, or?" Uh, no, I just had a um, bad day for a lot of rain in Sigil. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask for a deception check on that one. He just he kind of gives he stops counting like gives you a side eye and says, "Well, bad days happen. Did you learn something from it?" I think I'm still working that out a little bit. And here I was complimenting, saying that you were the smartest one. He gives you a wink. Danny relaxes a little bit. She's not, I don't think, as tense around Otto as she was at the end of season three. The last couple interactions have been more in line with what was normal for them, but she's still pissed, but it's not directed at him. This falls far more in line with an Otto that you knew for many years, which is Mm -hmm. to say, not exploding, but obviously take what you will from any of his interactions. (sighs) He counts it out and says... So what do you plan to do now? Or keep it a secret. It's none of my business. Well, you said you had a gig for us, I think. Or maybe I misheard on the... Not lined up at the moment. You've completed it. Two jobs in one, actually. A new record for you. I'm probably going to fix the ship and see what work pops up in the interim. It's pretty banged up, I think you might have noticed. So probably going to take a while to repair. (laughs) That was all Uh, hell, by the way. It's like real shit. Yeah, That's I don't a... know if you've been to hell before. <laughs> Fucking terrible place for a spelljammer to be driving around. Twice I've been to hell. Why do you think I send someone else now? Mm. But believe me, much harder to get around without one. I believe it, although I saw those trains were so good. Anyway, whatever. You don't want to get involved. Don't get on one of the trains. I know you stopped the train. That's very different. Don't get on one of the trains. We might have been on the train. When we said. Anyway, that's not important. Though. And don't drink the water either. I mean, I assume there's water water. there. It seemed pretty the dry. Sticks. The sticks. Oh, oh. Do you know where we could get a slod heart? <laughs> he immediately. You say something that's just like <laughs> so out of left field, and he immediately just starts considering it. I mean, yes. Yeah, so let's see. I'm gonna roll. Okay, so he definitely knows what you're talking about. I mean, I hear that they're not like, they're not, um, first you have to find a killer slot, and then you have to operate on it. Uh, and then, if you're very lucky, it's the one in uh, 10, 50, 100, I, I really don't know for sure, but that has one of the, one of the gems. I'm, I'm not even sure if it's in the heart or the brain or the, you know, but regardless, uh, I could put out some feelers. Why do you ask? Uh, we, when we were um, uh, on our various adventures, I did actually learn how to sticks-proof the ship. I thought that might be a good upgrade to work on, but it, it requires a slot. Curious. Well, if it opens up work, more working opportunities, then uh, let me see who I can ask. Yeah. Someone's always selling something here, and if they're not selling it, they know someone can. If you can get it, I can upgrade it. A perfect team we make. Alright, he pushes your coin towards you. 
shore leave. I'll let you know if anything comes up. Thanks, Otto. Uh, I'll go redistribute this and Daniel jingle the coins. Yes, much lighter. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Virla, you go off into the junkyard. Why don't you go ahead and make a perception check Virla and Roy. Investigation? Uh, uh, you could investigate, sure. Or what? Well, well, I, I, I said perception, but you uh, you could investigate. Works. I have to think that he's at least semi, you know, knowledgeable of the heaps layout. Uh, I'll do perception. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you are wandering the heap now. The heap, uh, as you may assume by its name. <laughs> is kind of labyrinthine in that it has just tons of piles of stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a wild Ziggy has joined the chat. She won't get off my arm. I'm holding her like a parrot currently for the audience. <laughs> you good? She senses angst. <laughs> uh, there's It's labyrinthine. There's like, you know, piles of stuff everywhere. Occasionally you'll watch someone like walk by and like look into something and like reach and pull something out and they're like oh yeah uh that's, that's <laughs> happened on occasion uh there's also like walls that surround it uh a lot of stuff is like pushed up against the walls but the heap is kind of sectioned off in uh, in a like hey this is this is our space kind of way right the city of brass is without putting too fine a point on it uh, very very tight for real estate so you know the square footage here is like maybe the most expensive in all of the planescape, uh, which isn't necessarily a lot because most places are infinite, and so they have infinite space. But you know, here in the city of Brass, the square footage is, is very, uh, very thought over, sought after, and so there's walls that surround everything uh, with just like stuff pushed up against the wall, so you get kind of this like embankment going around the whole perimeter. As you're kind of looking around for Roy, uh, you hear some whistling, and you see someone climbing down over the wall and then like jumping dropping down onto a pile of basically garbage <laughs> and like she balances and like starts to kind of like fumble her way down like slips down uh turns and starts crawling down like hands and knees kind of like a toddler going downstairs do i recognize them do they work at the heap uh no you don't recognize her uh she uh, looks to be with your. Uh, she rolled terrible and stuff. Um, <laughs> she. Uh, she looks to be half elven. So everything that entails, she has you know, kind of like the mildly pointed ears. Think like a Legolas Lord of the Rings kind of ears, right? Is half elven kind of size. Interesting. Uh, she's oh. she's she's fairly short and kind of like, uh, you know, she, she's half elven, so she's kind of like kind of billowy. Uh, she's got. Uh, I've actually just talked about this the other day. Elves in my setting tend to have like rainbow colored skin. Like they're like they are um, different colors. So like wood elves are yellows and browns and greens, and whatever. Uh, she has like kind of like a blue sheen to her. It's very slight in the light. You might not pick it up, but mm-hmm. uh, in certain lights it might it seem very look bright. Like does it remind me of any of the elves that I've seen before? Like either Cressida or. The astral no, Crescent has like purple skin, and the astral Brown. elves are like, like blank white. Gotcha. Oh, All right. Uh, you see, she's climbing see. down. She's got like little robes. There's a loot on her back, and she starts kind of whistling as she goes. 
All right, whose backup character is this? Somebody fess up. <laughs> I'm mine, Mandy. We all, I'm out. No, <laughs> so, no, I'm mine. So, so, so this she's is, currently she's this, currently this climbing is down. As weird as it sounds, by the way. Okay, all right. She's, she's trying to climb down the the nearest. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, it, it's pretty clear that she's trying to break in. It, it yes. seems as though. All yes. right, I'm gonna dimension so door okay. like right up in front of her. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, you boom teleport directly in front of her. She lets out a, a help and goes, "Brothers, oh, hello, hi." Uh, she. As you see, she kind of like, uh, kind of like tries to stand up a little, um, to like get even with you. Now you're standing above her and are seven feet tall, and she's mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like five and a half at best. <laughs> so it's kind of like she said, she's teetering again, like a toddler. But uh, as she does, you notice uh, a uh, amulet slips like from around her neck, and you see uh, a religious symbol that you perhaps are beginning to become familiar with: the symbol of Mistra. Uh, and a silver pendant dangling around her oh. neck as side she quest, side quest <laughs> um there is an entrance to this place it might be a little difficult to find i know but sorry i uh, did try but there's a big fuck off lizard guy in the way and he told me that i wasn't allowed in uh because and then she looks up and she says by gods you're virla <laughs> She's looking for you. Yeah. Mistress specialist boy. <laughs> we need to make that uh, mistress specialist boy bumper sticker for the Red Bubble uh, right after this episode's recorded. I'll get the design going as we speak. <laughs> Kiana's just on the crow's nest, feeling sorry for herself. This is way more fun. Oh. Uh, yes, I am. I'm so sorry. I don't have the pleasure of knowing your name. However, oh. I can see that we share a common patron. Yes, yes. Oh, no, you wouldn't. Uh, she extends a hand way up at you and goes, uh, Catriona, but uh, you can call me Cat if you'd like. Uh, I'll take her hand and I guess I'll just help guide her down to solid ground. Oh, thank you. I'm not so much for the, like, going around and climbing. It's most most of my life I prefer staying on just solid flat ground. Hmm. Uh, well, as someone who perpetually has sea legs of a sort, uh, I cannot relate. Um, From what why I don't we... I'm assuming that you came to seek me out. Uh, I did. I suppose there's no sense in being around the bush in that sense. Yes. I uh, heard about you uh, and came to seek you out. Well, we'll see what that means. Uh, (laughs) Why don't we do this then outside the bounds of this establishment, just to not alert any further attention towards us? I know the manager. I can get back in. <laughs> oh, nice. Certainly. There's not. Is there some place inside? You see, she like starts wiping sweat from her brow. She's like, "Is this there some place inside, maybe?" Or we're gonna oh, just stand out. Oh, you're not. You're not brass. I see. Uh-huh. I'm not. Nope. Not your name of brass. Uh, it's actually my first time here. Um, it's very, very hot. Had to. Then uh, why don't? Took I... a long time to get here. So, I'll I'll take you to my ship then. The Prospera. Yes, I'm now getting increasingly suspicious of what information you know. Oh, this is very exciting. Do you see she takes out a notebook and starts writing? Oh, no. no. <laughs> She's a reporter. Do we have a fan? What is this? <laughs> All right, well, yeah, but I, I'll, I guess I'll, while we're walking to the Prospera, well, uh, you've done me the disservice of knowing a lot about me, but I can't say the same about you, so. Who are you? <laughs> well, well, like I said, my name's uh, Catriona. I'm a member of the Starry Quill. 
puts her little hands on her hips. <laughs> the story <laughs> quill. I, I imagine, do you want to make a history check? I imagine they're like walking and she stops to do this. <laughs> yeah. She does. She's got poses. She's got yeah. lights. She's got backup dancers. <laughs> they all start climbing down over the wall after her. Oh, <laughs> flash oh, oh, God. Go ahead and make a history check. Mandy uh, just takes a okay. drag. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mandy's been watching the entire thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, from, from the beginning. Sorry, what'd you say? 19. 19? Uh, I would say that with a 19, given your connections, uh, the Starry Quill is an order of bards that are followers of Mistra. So they are uh, storytellers and recorders. I know bards, who my backup you know, character's going to be now. <laughs> bards, <laughs> bards, of, uh, you know, um, bards record stories and make things official by their very presence, right? Mm. That's like the function of bards throughout the planescape is to perpetuate stories uh, and make sure that other people are aware of them. So this is an order that specifically is kind of, uh, kind of aligned with the magical goings-on, right? So Mistra, uh, you know, if you can think of a lore bard as being like kind of the wizard of... Uh, of bards in a mechanical sense. Mm-hmm. Think of the Starry Quill as being the wizards of bards in a storytelling sense. In, you know, right. in, a, in, a, in an RP, in a flavor sense. I love bards. Oh. So I, I hadn't realized... She's not a reporter, but... <laughs> it's the same thing. I, I hadn't realized we had <laughs> gained that amount of fame, yeah, to warrant this. Oh, well, yeah. Not to put things... I don't, you know, I don't want to misrepresent things. Uh, it's not like, you know, stories of your exploits are being told far and wide. Uh, not yet, anyway. But there's, right. you know, certain people who are important enough have heard, and you see she kind of, like, thumbs the, pre- the pendant and says, and they pass the information on to other people, and, well, it got passed on to me, and I thought, well, I've got to get ahead of this. There's a story I'm here. Sure she's not Actually, a reporter. I would wager there's many stories here. Shame uh, for them not to Yes, I suppose so no you're right uh due to my nature i don't know what you've heard about me but due to my nature i don't know how much i can tell you <laughs> that's a lack of ability not uh desire you gotta find that conspiracy board on your own by snooping around the ship <laughs> yeah oh what could possibly go wrong <laughs> i don't know i suspect that perhaps you sell yourself short I, well i suppose we'll see granted i've only just uh, met you but pretty good judge of people. I'll take your word for it. I cannot say one way or the other. Uh, you guys at this point arrive at the Brasbra, and yeah. she goes, wow. A ship. <laughs> she goes, a ship fit for heroes of such renown. And you watch, to cut back to it, and you watch a Busted piece of shit. Like, you watch a big chunk of the yeah. ship just fall off into the lava. Ah! <laughs> I don't trust how much she's ass kissing us. Uh, I kind of knock on the uh, mast. Uh, uh, Kiana, we, we got guests. Oh, what? Okay. I'll just jump. I don't know how much you actually know of the crew of the Paraspera, but uh, Finbar, Aware Kiana. There is this one, but not yet acquainted. Hi, Katriana. She can introduce herself, apparently. Virlo, who's your new friend? Uh, She is a member of the Starry Quill. It is an order of uh, legendary storytellers who take it upon themselves to find and disseminate uh, stories of heroes. Well, I'd say our stories are legendary. I wouldn't say that we ourselves are. That's a bit flattering, but... I suppose. That's true. Huh. So why are you hanging out with us? 
Take a guess. Well, I heard... I mean, yeah, Finbar's perception, you can yeah. immediately... They, they're they are standing next to each other wearing the same religious pendant. Uh, uh, something, <laughs> and, uh, something to do with the stars of magic, I'm guessing. Uh... Let's let's get you, something to do indeed. Let's get you the quill is some food. We'll all go followers sit down. of Mistra Kiana. Hmm? They are followers of Mistra, as am I. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, they'll have to excuse us. One of our our fourth is not here, Danny. But Danny, she is, I assume uh, walking back to the ship. Like, do I run into Roy at all? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we'll get. I, oh, that's there. right. We'll I haven't there. found him yet. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, Fetch quest failed. She. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she, you, you mentioned food she's like certainly I've uh, only had what uh, street food I could after uh, since I've arrived here try this Ooh, terrible drink gamble. called Danny <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious oh, thank you very much oh you should not say that around our food yeah we don't we don't hurt a lot of feelings saying that now a new blue raspberry oh. flavor Ooh. <laughs> okay that, that I might have to try uh well, please, let's get you inside, let's get some food in you, and then you can interview us? I don't actually know what you do. Not interview- um... I'll be honest, I don't come with that much of a purpose other than I heard that the ship often docks here, and that uh, there might be a chance of running into you, and lo and behold, look at you right there. Very fortunate oh. in that respect. But, uh, well, we are happy I'm not to looking to interview you, you, I'm more looking to, um, get ahead of the story. Pen the first lines while they're still happening, so to speak. Okay. Get a sense. This is, this is an odd. I, I will say, as someone who claims that the storytellers themselves aren't legendary, this is an odd prerogative. Can I insight check this person? Yeah, go ahead and make an insight check. Thank you. This whole episode has given me real, like, confessional on Survivor energy in a way that I can't <laughs> quite explain, but that I feel deeply in my bones. <laughs> 18. Very good. Trying to roll 16. Um. Well, I rolled a nine, so... So she's not being um, deceptive in her motivations or anything. She is definitely... Like, she is here, what she says to do. She's heard of Virla, and she's trying to, like, learn a little bit about him. Uh, uh-huh. But you do get a sense. There's a bit of, like, wide-eyed naivete, and it's not totally off-base. There's no, like, you didn't hear her say this, but, like, the fact that she's seen the brass for the first time is not a lie. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a sense of, like, she she did make it to the city of Brass. Like, yeah. she's probably not super fresh and doe-eyed, right? So she's kind of playing up the She's kind of playing up it a little bit. Okay. All right. Huh. <sighs> you guys sit down. Uh, she, like, hungrily uh, takes whatever you are offering her. What does Finbar have? Um, uh, he brings out these um, cookies uh, with um, what, what is this? Aww. They're sugar glazed, uh, but instead uh, they, they, it's very similar to like the pixie dust that uh, he he leaves around um, when the fi- pixies come in and out. Uh, and so they're just um, uh, and uh, on top of that, he brings out um, fairy bell nectar, which is uh, it's it's basically fruit juice um a little on the sweeter actually very much on the sweet end um and he places a small little plate um and cups around for everyone she takes a bite takes a sip Mm. this is quite good 
Your talented manager craft. Uh, yeah, I've been slowly uh, perfecting those cookies. Uh, I had I think I thought of a better name. Uh, they're Finbar's Stars. Uh, I like it even better now. Coming to the nearest inn here. Well, perfection shows. Uh, thank you. Respect. And uh, and that's just a uh, regular fairy bell nectar. You, you can buy that anywhere in the Feywild. Good to know. I would love to visit someday. I'd love to visit and remember visiting. Yeah, that's the trick, isn't that it? Also... Yeah. <laughs> Overrated. Has either has the latter happened? Oh, is Danny here now? No. Uh, <laughs> the little Danny boy here. Head. Certainly. Oh yeah, the pocket Danny. Yeah. Pocket yeah. Danny. Pocket Danny. You, you humble me with your hospitality, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. But the fact of the matter is that there are other places I have to be getting to eventually as well. Oh. But really, I just wanted to come and. She kind of catches herself here. Um, and uh, reconsiders what she's going to say and say, Get to know you, I suppose. Uh, I know that I said your stories haven't spread far and wide, and the truth is, I, I know very little about what you've been up to for any amount of your life, but the knowledge that you called on our mistress is no secret among her followers now. Oh. Become something of a, of a hot name. In fact, I'm somewhat surprised that no one else has beaten me to it. I... Well... Unless you count Delphine, but I think Delphine was called on directly by Mistra, so... Indeed, although Delphine is... I've never met her personally, but uh, I know those who have, and... Uh, well, she's part of the reason that people are so interested. Oh? Is she... Oh, well, I never took her to be a... Blabbermouth. <laughs> uh, a huge gossip, actually. Oh, 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 really? Uh, actually, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, well, what okay. have you heard from her? Yeah. I've heard Are that you're bold. Who have heard... yeah. Daring. Fearless. That you travel on a ship. Takes you anywhere you want to go, and that you're not scared of going anywhere. For the most part. Yeah, I think you've got yeah. it. Can I insight check which part of that statement she's most invested in? <laughs> Uh, go ahead, make an insight check. Thank you. Uh, for the sake of, I suppose, telling a story, all of those adjectives are suitable. Fifteen. Uh, she also rolls a fifteen. Uh, there doesn't seem to really be much emphasis that you, you can glean on, on anything specifically. Hmm. Okay. But, uh, beyond all that, I say fearless. It's become clear that you're somewhat of a special interest to the mistress herself. Uh, really? I, su I suppose, well, that's, I suppose that's my fault. <laughs> uh, I, I hear that that's probably that true. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if fearlessness is necessarily the right descriptor, because you can very well apply stupid to that as well, because it really all started when I decided to look into a portal into the 200 and something, whatever layer of abyss. Yeah. Um, Girl, are we in more trouble? Did something else she, happen? She takes out her notebook and writes something down when you say that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 222nd layer. 222nd, yes. yes. Uh, I don't think so. It, if, it, it really should just be me if anyone is in trouble. Okay. Certainly no one's in trouble. Uh, okay. okay. I apologize if I gave you that idea. I know that no, I've swept no, it's, in it's here not somewhat you, don't worry. <laughs> mysteriously, but uh, there have been trust issues in the ship, and I say that as the person who has been the main... P propagator 
of these trust ah. issues. It's just we keep getting blindsided by things that we don't know are happening, and then Virla's like, yeah, so a few months ago, I made a god hang out with me. Well, that's yeah. just and a then drama. We... She writes it's... something down in the vote. I don't, mean, I don't mean it. I... <laughs> All of this I is on the don't record. Normally so he hasn't done it in like days at this point. It's fine, but I you really know, I have tried. to check. <laughs> I, and I appreciate you holding me to it then, Kiana. But yes, no, um, uh, we were on a mission related to Finbar's old guild, the Searing Tongue, and it found us in Bytopia. Uh, but then we very quickly had to make our way to Sigil, but we had ex we had expended our one and only plane shift of the day, and so our quick ticket back to Sigil was gone in our haste to ad hoc modify the ship I had pulled on enough magic energy to peer through the weave and see Mistra herself, and that was kind of the start of it all. Uh, Not a bad start, I have to say. I never would have guessed. I thought it started sometime later. She writes something else down. Also, when you mention this, uh, the searing tongue, there's like a moment of recognition where she like clearly knows what it is and makes a connection to Finbar being a good cook. <laughs> oh, cool. So, um, yeah. So the the madness that was induced when I looked into Shadakla, uh amplified by uh, some other personal things that were going at the time as well as the knowledge that I had caught the attention of perhaps the most magical, uh, powerful magic being in all the planescape when I had had, when I got my hands on a wish ring I immediately took advantage of it and used it to call upon her services to find my old crew That's the part of the story that I have heard Yes. From who? People who have heard from Delphine, most likely. It's been passed around. Delphine spoke of it a little bit, but hmm. there are members of the Starry Quail penning stories as we speak. I thought it prudent to perhaps be the one with the most accurate information. And perhaps the one who might have an in for any future ones that might be penned. Hmm. Uh, so then began my, uh, let's say, contract with Mistra in exchange for helping her find my old crew. Uh, she would avail of me at a time that she would deem fit. And so the former had been fulfilled and I have yet to be called upon the latter. Well, that will be something to see when it happens, I'm certain. Don't take the wrong intention, I'm not here to call upon you today, don't worry. I will admit I fully thought that that was what was happening. I'm not near important enough for a business like that. I have a suspicion with everything that's going on you'll get a call from someone a little bit. She points up. Mm, I see. That'd I'm only fun. tangentially privy to that information, so I can't say for sure. Right, you and I both. Well, as long as she but... doesn't send us to actual hell, it'll be more fun than the last one. A third time. Da, da, da. A third, third da, da, da. time won't be too bad. Another good story, I'm sorry. Yes. Sadly, hey. she, like, you know, it's like she's finished all the cookies at this point. She pushes it around. <laughs> uh, sadly, as I did say, I must be going. I know this is rather short and surprising. Unfortunately, I have many other places to go. She stands up and gives a deep theatrical bow. And she says, but expect me to come calling on you sometime in the future. And now that we've met, I'll never be too far away. Uh, and then she gives you a wink to say, like, she is sending. Uh, yes. Uh, the, parano okay, the paranoia. I, oh we God. all know the I I'm have sending. Sure <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how... how uh, fiercely you abide by your first out the gate sort of policy, but if anyone else from the Starry Tongue were to come and ask questions, uh, do I? Starry Quill. Starry Quill? 
What did I say? Searing tongue. Starry, Starry tongue. tongue. <laughs> no, certainly. Speak to Sorry, them. Quill. Yeah. It's not a competition. I mean, beyond this friendly sort. Okay. Real quick, before you leave. Mm. So sorry. Uh, I I know you guys are busy. Have you heard the term Oralanwe before? Uh, Go ahead. That's nice. I I would say she's proficient in history. Let's go ahead and... uh, Give me those tasty notes, baby. Good shit, Red. My season now. (laughs) She kind of bites her lip. Sorry, but I can't say that I have. Damn. Uh, That's okay. It was a long shot anyway, but thanks. She kind of like peers at you for a moment. Thinks better of saying something. Another story for another yeah. time. If you, she does that deep. At this point, does like the deep theatrical bow, and she says, "So, I suppose with any luck, I'll be seeing you again soon." Uh, Looking forward to it. We're yes. around. I, as much as you might not like it, I think if you had to sneak your way to get in here, you might have to sneak your way to get out. I'll figure something out. Best of luck. Thank you, it's appreciated. Uh, she turns to go, she goes, Oh, one more thing. This is always a strange question to ask, I recognize, but uh, <laughs> I don't suppose that you happen to have like a title Six or a moniker, right Virla? Uh, oh, it works great. better for the for the stanza, you know, if there's something to add after a name, or to use in place of it, even. Uh, no How about I sending you one that's fitting for everything that's happened to me in the last however many years? That sounds perfect. Goodbye. Until <laughs> next time, then. Uh, you watch. She strodes. Strodes. She strides uh, out confidently down the d- gangplank. Uh, I don't know if you watch her or follow her, but she just goes right I'm to the entrance her. and walks past Kazar at the at the <laughs> thing right. and just like gives a little wave as she does. Danny, you watch this elf, half-elf that you've never seen in your life uh, with a flute and like a flower quill just walk past you smiling uh, with no rec- uh, no acknowledgement that you exist. Uh, do you work here? <laughs> she doesn't turn around. She's just walking. She brings her hand up and just does a wave from behind. <laughs> just keeps going. Perfect. Daniel, yell over All to right. uh, Kazar. Be like, yeah, we got a live one and then just keep walking back towards the ship. <laughs> Right. People break into the heap sometimes. It's like, we, the first sending we get is from her in brass jail. <laughs> like, so. Looks like I got a story to add to my cops. own books. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> that time I got arrested, getting the scoop of a lifetime. <laughs> All right, Danny, you head back to the ship. Everyone's just standing on the deck, I assume a little confused. Mm. Once I once I kind of regain my bearings, I'm gonna actually leave and go find Roy because I am gonna eventually do what Otto had asked me. So Kiana and Finmar are just like, what was that? Oh, Daniel oh, chuck the bags of 500 gold at everybody. Uh, who? Yeah. Well, let's you know, uh, Danny and Virla, you guys kind of meet up as Virla's coming down. Danny, you are coming back, and you guys run into each other uh, as you're currently looking for Roy, Virla, and Danny. You're coming back from your meeting with Otto. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked. I'm looking for Roy right now. Didn't so. happen to be anything to do with the random half-elf walking around who did not look like they were a normal patron of the Heap, did it? Oh, no, it had everything to do with it. I, From what I can tell, and Kiana can attest to it, uh, there was nothing untoward or suspicious about it. it seemed <laughs> like a journalist more than anything. Uh, whatever. It's... As long as it Sorry. didn't come with a plot hook. Here's your gold. 
<laughs> Thanks. Tell Roy he's gonna need the extra strong adhesive on this one. Man, if only we had some universal adhesive, huh? <gasps> Don't get me fucking started, man. Sovereign glue! <laughs> Speaking of plot hook. Hmm... <laughs> You guys are standing there facing each other. Uh, you can see, like, the entrance to the uh, heap in kind of, like, in the background where uh, Katriana just left. Uh, and you hear, uh, coming from that direction here. <gasps> Cowboy mummy! <laughs> the mummy? Cowboy mummy! <laughs> you see striding in uh, atop a fiendish nightmare uh, this old-ass mummy that Virla, you and Danny now both recognize from the casino. A moon the ancient uh, well, I barely, I, I barely, I very hastily form my wizard hat into something of a Stetson again. <laughs> he has to think you're cool. Yeah. Danny cool. will, yeah. like, start to, like, be like, oh, shit, and then start to run over and then, like, be like, no, I gotta look cool when I do this. And so, like, sort of skip for a second before, like, slowing down to more of, like, <laughs> trying to look Make like... a charisma check. <laughs> Oh, boy. Virla laughs at that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, a natural five plus one, six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Virla, you're, you're, you're not the most insightful, but it's very uncool. It's very unsmooth. <laughs> Slick. Brutal. Absolutely <laughs> devastating. You watch as Dan, you, you run skip shuffle walk and then come to a stop the nightmare uh saunters up to you kind of whinnies and you know turns broadside so the mummy instead of looking over the horse's head is looking down to her, to his right at you he gives a tip of the hat i go to tip what is not there and then realize i have no hat and so stop <laughs> i tip my hat <laughs> he gives a grunt and looks at Virla, and then he looks down at danny says not here. Actually, what does this voice even sound like? That was last episode. It was last episode. It was like... Come on, man. Here's Run the thing that you gotta remember is that I don't get to listen back to them. I just do a voice and then I have to remember it. <laughs> You're um, the only one who would have that audio besides Sophia. Yeah. yeah. It was It was, uh, was kind of like... A, yeah. Imagine coming from like beyond the grave, kind of like husk voice. So. Yeah. I'm not one to do a small chat. So are you interested in a rematch. <sighs> what? Danny sort of glances back towards the ship, thinks over the last couple days. Yeah, I think I could be persuaded. You see, reaches into the bandages and pulls out uh, a little uh, disc, like a little... How to describe it? it? It looks very much like the when you guys, uh, if you remember in season one, you used to have to find portals a lot. Mm -hmm. They're like little uh, imagery discs. It's like an artificer mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. It's a little, it's a little disc. It's a little metal discus with a little gem in it, and it can mm -hmm. like do a projection stuff. He flips it to you, Danny, and he says, "Got word. Big one was happening. Two days time. I'll be there. See you there if you can." Starts to walk and then says, Interesting prize you'll find. It's the hat. Best of luck. <laughs> it's the hat. It's just the hat. Danny will just sort of like nod as he's walking out like, yeah. Just walks out fiery hoof prints as he goes. <laughs> you take a look down at this little uh, silver and red disc. 
And as you do, there's a uh, there's an illusion, a minor illusion, programmed into this, but it is uh, not of the visual. Uh, the visual variety is is an auditory. So basically, there's a recording in here. Uh, as you are an artificer, you know how to activate it. Activate it. You hear coming from it just. It sounds like the roaring of wind, and then a muffled voice from inside, or like shouting through the wind, says, "Come on, come all, test your luck in Pandesmos." Damn it! Show us if you're the fastest in all the planescape. Yeah. The prize. <laughs> The ability to go anywhere you damn well wish. We're going to the dimension that drives you insane? <laughs> drives you insane. Damn it! The race starts, and then it gives a the Planescape date, which is two days from now. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> two days. Uh, race starts. Meet in the asylum. Anyone who dares, test your luck. Does it say if it's like... Spell jammer size stuff is racing, or like motorcycle stuff is racing. I assume motorcycle, but I don't honestly know. Uh, it doesn't specify. I mean, the guy who you raced on a uh, who was on horseback did just invite you to race against him, so yeah, that's what I okay. Uh, Virula, go ahead and make me a history check, sure, or Arcana. I mean, 19. 19. Uh, yes, so. Uh, Pandesmos is the first layer of Pandemonium, which is one click on the clock oh lower than Limbo. It is chaotic neutral, trending mm-hmm. towards oh, no. evil. It's, okay. it's halfway between chaotic evil and chaotic neutral. Uh, yes, yeah, so Pandesmos is the first layer, and Asylum is, as far as you know, the only like civilization there. Hmm. But you've never well, been, so. What you know about gonna, it is limited. Just gonna tell Danny, uh, well, I'm gonna find Roy a little bit faster now because I think we're gonna have to get this thing going in two days. Yeah. Don't tell him that there's another race what? involved. I wouldn't, I, that's not what I was thinking, but sure. I gotta go look at some stuff. Let me know if you need any help. But you probably don't. Goodbye. <laughs> just go again. <laughs> oh like, God! You get Roy. For the sake of things, let's say it's going to take you, you know, better uh, day, maybe a little more to get there. So uh, you have a day of preparation okay. of brass. If there's anything anyone would like to get done. Um, How is this being explained to us? Danny That's what I would love to know from the Danny better part of the walk back to the ship, like re-listening to the disc and thinking it over. I can't go without them because I need them on the ship to get to Pandemonium. I guess we'll see how this conversation goes. Uh, I don't know if everyone's on the ship. Yeah, no, I feel about just hanging out, chilling. Either. Yeah, we're just chilling. Yeah. Like, okay, so she seemed pretty sincere, but she definitely had some kind of ulterior motive. I don't know. She's, she's, I couldn't quite figure out what it was. She's, she's elf, magic type, always kind of up to some sort of trick. It seems to, she it seems like she just wanted some stories, and we gave her some, not too much. And uh, this yeah. doesn't seem like the kind of thing that's going to bite us in. Yeah, 
I mean, when she asked if he had like a specific title, that felt like she already knew the answer to that yeah, question. Yeah, that, that was definitely kind of weird. Yeah, has Rila said anything about that to you? Title? No, nothing like that. Okay, awesome. This is probably yeah, fine. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure if it's a problem, we'll find out soon enough anyway. Yeah, that's how problems tend to pop up. Hey, speaking oh, of. Uh, hey! <laughs> you're back! Yeah. Speaking of problems popping up, Danny enters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got invited to go race in Pandemonium, and I'm going to go race in Pandemonium one way or another, so do you guys want to come or no? Yeah! Oh, What's Pandemonium? In Pandemonium. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be down for something like that as long as I'm not out there. We'll do our best to support you. Great. Uh, be ready to leave in like 24 hours because we gotta 24. get All there right. pretty quickly. Cool. This, this is just like... Do we need anything first? Supplies? Pandemonium? Does it set you on fire or something? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> that's good. We're probably fine. And, and this ain't attached right. to, to a, a job universe or anything, whose right? physics you don't know at all. <laughs> no one's told me. Uh, this ain't attached. This isn't technically a job, okay. so just keep it on the DL. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right, we can do cool. that. Cool. Uh, and where's Rilla? Uh, he went to find Roy. The thing he was supposed to do originally before you guys found an inciting incident walking around. She seemed like a fan. I don't really care if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Alright. Okay. Man. I think I'm gonna go and see if we can get any supplies. And I'll be back in a bit. Alright. So... Uh, Danny, are you going to be? Uh, do you have any specific tasks in mind? Or are you going to be working on the ship for this day? Uh, I actually would like to work on the bike just to see if I couldn't like give it a little extra juice in the day. Um, look, okay. I'm reading over the stats uh, now to see if there's anything specific, but I don't have anything particularly in mind. Uh, go ahead and give me an artificial tools check. Roy will work on fixing the ship, so. Uh, Whoever has the Prosper stats in front of them, it, I believe it's 1d10 plus something for... I think um, it's plus like an artificer thing. Uh, 1d8 plus the spellcasting modifier of the caster. Gotcha. So Roy does know like mending. Right. He's basically think of like an Eberron artificer or like someone from Eberron where it's like, they're not a spellcaster, but they do this so often, they've learned like two cantrips that they can cast. So <laughs> he's going to do 1d8 plus his spellcasting modifier. Uh, right. So you're gonna get back seven hit points for the Prospera. Cool. Hey. We were down like 200, right? Yeah, 254 out of 400. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys, you guys watch it. Like you show it to him, and like a bead of sweat immediately starts rolling down his face. He's a fire genasi, so he shouldn't mm -hmm. be hot, and he, he just like runs, oh, <laughs> runs off. Hot. He's he's like running all the. <laughs> Showing your Cressida, uh, he starts like running around. Like someone had to rep her. She's not here. Yeah. He'll, like to the point where like he'll like run twenty feet to pick up a hammer and sprint back to where he was just uh -huh. standing. Roy, Roy the, you're not gonna fix this all in one day. It's okay. You don't. It's That's okay. the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I get fix that. Fix all one day. It'll only one day. Yeah, one day. Yeah. I think you're just gonna have to accept that it's gonna be broken for a bit, buddy. I'm sorry. <sighs> Dan's gonna be so sad. Yeah. 
You might want to talk to her. I don't know. Anyone who would be down the hold would hear like manic giggling and the untarping of a bike at that exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she seems alright. I don't know if I want to talk to her right now, honestly. <laughs> Maybe not right now. She's... Roy hasn't put two and two together with the bike sounds and the Danny not fixing her baby because she's busy with her other baby. <laughs> her more He's... favorite baby. His best stats, charisma. Oh, good point. Roy oh. is the looks um... of the heap, not the brains. <laughs> Kiana, what kind of supplies are you looking to procure in the city of Brass? Uh, I think just like, okay, this is kind of a spur of the moment. We're going to a new dimension. Honestly, I'm going to find like the first shopkeep that sells anything like Planescape traveling stuff. And it's like, so for Pandemonium, what would you recommend? I am about to get scammed, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, make, make, oh God. First, you got to find someone. Make an investigation check, because it's not just looking, it's having to suss it oh, out. Oh, boy. Make an investigation, investigation check, and then we're going to roll a charisma check. I'm you so roll... good at this. It's it-based. Look, there's a Planescape shop right here outside of Brass, and it's not suspicious in the slightest. That's an 11. Okay. Uh, you come to the store uh, that's, like, labeled, like... Uh, actually, it's labeled in... Ignin, it's labeled in Primordial. I don't know if you speak Primordial. I do not. Cool. Even though <laughs> I do Quarry, I'd be set. <laughs> but it looks... It... Uh-huh. Sorry, I find that very funny. Um, <laughs> you... You, you, know, it, you know, it looks well right? outfitted. There's, like, um... The fire equivalent of snowshoes outside for, like, walking on big piles of ash and stuff oh, like that. You're like, oh, yeah, like, this is a good travel store. Yeah. You go inside... And uh, without getting too into the weeds of it, the store is run by a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A salamander. Ooh. And so just like a big lizard guy who's kind of see-through and transparent. And you like explain what you're doing. And this guy has like ba- like vaguely heard of pandemonium. <laughs> and he offers you uh, uh, goggles, things that, things that you know already has access to. Goggles and uh, wax to put in your ears. Oh, so it's like a, sound just a big, thing. yeah, just like a big like ball of like wax, and he puts it in a little tin for you. That's so nice. I'm ready Good to be enough. overcharged. Cool, yeah. <laughs> Odyssey. Four Odyssey. gold pieces. That's an overcharge, oh. by the way. Okay, sure, fine. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this yeah, person who has no concept of money is given an abundance oh, of it. <laughs> I never spent it on anything, and you guys don't take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Kiana stealthing. <laughs> <laughs> I currently have over six thousand. Yeah, you gotta do something with it. Person. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but I'm pretty All much right. impossible to mug, so it works out. Um, yeah. The other thing I would like to do is I would like to try and find something that will cheer Danny up, like a really cool hat. Like a really cool hat. Really cool. uh, right, like next, right next, right next to with a, uh, with the a, store is with a little tourist shop get a with like, <laughs> I went to brass and survived. Yep, feather yeah. like a fake mohawk mm-hmm. on a hood. I don't know. <laughs> what would be a good? Most of the things here that they sell are like head coverings for traveling in heat, right? So they tend to be like lightweight and kind of like shawl like, right? You're telling me the Keep city of brass sun. doesn't have a fashion district? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. They I would, thought this was the opulence, they, gems, they, and silks dimension. You're, you're correct. They do, but I mean, I guess there are fashionable hats. This is we're betraying Austin's lack of fashionable knowledge. <laughs> because my first thought is, 
it's, it's a city of, of fire genies and genasi who don't really need to keep the sun in any dimension off of their face at all. No, of course so not. So hats... But it is like a... It is a thing that would exist, and there would probably be some circles. Uh, go ahead and roll me another investigation check. Oh boy, here we go. And I'm, I'm keeping in mind Danny's aesthetic sense, so the rattier the yeah. better. <laughs> you don't have to go to the fashion district at all. <laughs> no. 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Thanks, purple dye. Uh, you do find there is someone who's kind of like uh, hawking wares from a there, there's a there's a more multicultural sense of fashion mm-hmm. here, right? So a lot of brass fashion does not have anything you're looking for, but there's a more more, more multicultural sense of uh, fashion in this place. Um, Perfect. They have like they have like um, really nice looking kind of like scuba stuff for if you go to the plane of water. Keep in mind that you can theoretically walk to any of the other planes from uh, any other elemental planes from here. They are oh. all like weirdly connected. So there's like a lot of people who just kind of travel between those who would consider traveling to outer planes like kind of like sci-fi and crazy, right? They're like, oh, you get there? Whereas here they're like, I can just walk there as opposed to like, you know, people in the prime material would be like, that's crazy. You can walk from a land of fire to a land of, uh, of air. That's, you know, that's insane. Right. But, uh, you know, to them, that's very, that's very mundane. <laughs> but there are, um, you find fashion from the, plane of air here which is a, the probably the, the most hospitable of any of the planes so there's a like uh very there's a lot of um a lot of feathers involved with things right perfect there's a lot of gemstones involved so if you want a hat that is sort of narrow brimmed high up with uh i don't even know what would danny like cowboy i know hat. danny wants a cowboy hat i just I, here's here's the thing i think like the, we can the cut closer... this out but i know yeah. you want a cowboy hat but i feel like danny also wants to earn a cowboy hat. I want to earn a cowboy hat. so yeah yeah, yeah. is it okay. actually the reward here, here. well the thing is like <laughs> the, the prize it's also isn't a cowboy hat I think if we knock somebody out severely enough and steal their hat, Danny would be happy with that. Um, I also what? think Kiana has no idea that Danny wants a cowboy hat. No, no one does. No. Maybe you find low. a hat that has, uh, it's a nice velvet. It's got a good fold to it. The brim is kind of folded up so it doesn't keep the sun mm-hmm. off of your face, uh, but it, it's uh, it's not too ostentatious either. So there's kind of, you can get kind of like a nice cock to it. And it's so it's got like, like a, like a like, piratey vibe? It's like got a, kind of a piratey vibe, a little like more. Like something Tavian would wear in his backup back it's a, wardrobe. It's a a little bit, it's a little bit of Davian was trying to be a little more mm-hmm. low-key. Perfect. That sounds great. <laughs> I feel like Danny will love bullying him in this hat. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. I'll take it. Cool. 20 gold oh, pieces. Damn. Roger that. Oof. Now you're getting scammed. That's fine. I figure Kiana doesn't... This is not Kiana's bag to try and sort that out. No. Cool, yeah. If okay. they didn't want me to get scammed, they should have sent me with a supervisor to watch my purchases. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> I so I come back there. with like snacks yeah, and like potions. very expensive earplugs and a really nice hat. <laughs> a shirt that says high heart grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heart I heart Gil. I heart Gil shirt um, still yeah. are mm-hmm. someone who is not still. us has bought that. <laughs> At least one person. <laughs> one out other there person has. has bought that shirt. Yeah. Um uh, oh does, uh before we get to Danny fixing the bike, Finbar's are um, really quick, I guess I would have been able to pick the pick up the di- the diamond dust in sig- sigil, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As much diamond dust as you want. Uh, um, Consider it done. Three 
Um, and then while I'm here in Brass, I will find the most expensive mundane adventuring item in the PHB. I'd like a spyglass. Huh. Fantastic. Uh, Spyglass is definitely a thing procurable here. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I believe it's 1,000 gold pieces. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. I Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Is, um, it grants Does it have a any point? advantage to perception jacks. So Ooh. theoretically, it's actually like a very good magic item. Also, it's a holdover from an old edition when 10-foot poles were useful because you had to tap the <laughs> anyway. Sure. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's part of the equip it's part of the long uh, legacy of D&D having equipment when the game has completely outstripped the need right. for mundane equipment. Like it's crazy it's that bedroll is a thing that you have to manually write on your character sheet. Like to what purpose could you have to would you need to know that you have a bedroll? I always go out of my way to try and make sure that all of those items that they force you to add at the beginning when you take a kit get used. Mm -hmm. Well, it's fun at low levels to get a chance to use them, but they very quickly become, you know, outstripped. And even then, like, you know, pythons and, and grappling hook and things like I that. These clarified. Are, these are somewhat Not useful things. Not used as intended. Bedroll. <laughs> bedroll. Anyway, go ahead, get your spyglass. Danny, I would love a tools check if you haven't already done it. Uh, yeah, I rolled a bike. natural 19 plus 12, so that would be a 31, oh, there baby. We go. Let me juice Fantastic. up this bike. <laughs> Give me a sec. I believe that there is, or does it, um, uh, I believe it gives you a DC for, or does it say you can use your, uh, artificer DC? Uh, AC 23, well, 19 stationary speed, damage threshold, and set threshold. Mm. I'll give you, I'll give you a, um, I'll give you a choice. Would you, is Danny working to improve its speed, its durability, or its power? Power in terms of like magical ability. Pick a pick a category. Speed. Gotta go fast. All right. Gotta go real. Gotta go fast. Uh, speed. A hundred. We'll add an extra. Uh, for sorry, what was the total? You rolled natural nineteen plus thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make that just a flat one fifty foot speed. Nice. I would have gone for the jump jacks just... from Speed Racer, but it already has a jump speed, so. <laughs> it does have a jump uh, ability. That I'm just gonna say uh, is but, already that. <laughs> yes, and the Anarch Sphere has abilities. So, anyway, fantastic. Yeah. Twenty-four hours elapses. You guys take care of your things. Are you ready to travel to the uh, Andamonium? Yes. Uh, could I? Could I at the end of the first day before Please. we fly, uh, ritual cast contact other plane? Ooh. Yes. Where are you doing this? I assume in your room. Yeah, in my room. Very lot at the end of the day because I might not work. It might not work. <laughs> you uh, set out the materials needed, the runes scrawled on the floor. Where, if I remember, you've done it once before here as well, right? I've done it twice. Yeah. Well, okay. So one, twi yeah. yeah. So once you, in my room. You know, but you know exactly work. where everything goes now. Go ahead and make your intelligence roll or save. I yes. think it is. Yep. Okay. But mm. what do I add? Your intelligence save should be your intelligence plus your proficiency bonus, so that's nine or ten at this level. Four plus four, four. eight. Okay. Oh, oh I just I just make it then because oh, I rolled okay. a seven, so that's a fifteen. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, there's a moment where you kind of feel like you've got one foot, 
one one foot on a boat and one foot on land kind of sensation where you're like i'm not sure which way this is gonna pull me but you manage to get both feet on land or on the boat whichever is the better place in this metaphor and steal your way through you again find yourself sort of standing in this like spacious library down there's um there's like this kind of veranda there and looking out you can see what looks like a city except upon closer inspection if you were to observe it is buildings that are like bookshelves basically like it's a huge it's a huge massive city that is a library yeah that spans out and you're clearly in some sort of palace or tower or something raised above looking out um and as you do, almost almost weirdly, like, she wasn't in your peripheral, and then is. It's not like she teleports. There's almost this weird sense of, like, she was standing there, but you didn't notice. And then she stepped right in front of you, and you suddenly were very aware of her. Uh, <laughs> Mistra stands before you uh, and just gives a little smile. It's yours to begin. Uh, this isn't a question, but I wanted to say that I ran into someone from the Starry Quill, and it was very odd, but also kind of... <laughs> I, I, that's all. I, I don't know. Um... Dear Mistra... <laughs> Uh, Today I had an interview. If there was a word to describe Pandesmos of Pandemonium, besides windy, <laughs> what would it be? Consider it for a moment. Unrelenting. What would be the most... Uh, okay, this is gonna be. <laughs> I'm fully just do. I'm using Mister to figure out anything that I can about Pandemonium's environment. If one were to race in Pandesmos, what would be the most? Con what would be the most? Uh, what environmental? What what concern about the plane should one be most considerate of? Besides. Oh man, this is getting too. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. What what environmental concern about pandemonium should one be considerate of if they're going to be racing in pandemonium? <laughs> she gives you like an odd look and then goes, "I don't know. I don't know." The wind. All right, fine. Fair enough. Um, <sighs> it's like a little like smile, shake head. I mean, she chose you. She signed up for this. <laughs> he chose her, kind of. Well, yeah, okay. but she stuck around. <laughs> I just want to help my friend, but I don't know how. He, he hitched his carriage to this horse, and yeah, the horse yeah. has just been like, well, <laughs> I guess he's my I chosen guess this one carriage now. will do. Uh, um, I, I don't suppose you could use your influence to make Danny <laughs> win the race, could you? Come on, man. Yes, but... Okay. What is it? Two more? Um. Yes. Oh Fuck. shit, is that one more now? <laughs> no. Fuck! <laughs> uh. I did it. We all saw the D&D &D movie. <laughs> How. Called on a god, had no idea what he's gonna talk about. <laughs> Do you like cake? Question mark. How soon will I be called upon? to fulfill the thing that you have set forth for me. Not as a procrastination. Shut up now. She looks over your shoulder like she's staring at something. And looks back to you. 
soon. Okay. Uh, final question, but there's a concern and anxiousness there. It's okay. not. It's cryptic, obviously, but it's not cryptic to be cryptic. It's cryptic because she doesn't know the exact answer herself. Okay. Uh, she's not trying to mislead. She's trying to inform. She doesn't know everything. I understand. Where could one find or have found Oloranwe? On the ship. Shut up! No! Don't give my ideas! <laughs> Where could one found? Uh, let me check up, because... Let me check the, uh, the nature of this spell. I believe... If the entity doesn't know the answer to the question, you can say something like, unclear. No, she knows the answer, but you asked a very broad question, right? Yeah. Because yeah. an answer like yes or no is is not the question you're asking. But also, it says, like, uh, if a one-word answer would be misleading, you can use a short phrase. But you have asked a very wide-ranging question, right? That has many possible answers. And so she's trying to solve the best one. Um, Fair enough. Those who are most well acquainted with the Astral Sea. That's not helpful, because I can only think of one race of the... I don't say that out loud. <laughs> that's not Verla, that's Noir. Make a, make a history check for me. Well, I'm thinking I, I'm thinking either the Gith or the Astral Elves. There you go. Yeah, so that's a 21. Gith or Astral Elves. Okay, fair enough. Uh... Thank you. I, I promise the next time I do this, I'll have more prepared questions. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> That's for you to decide, Vila. Uh, and then you, before you can say yeah. anything else, <laughs> pull back to your room. Okay. All right. Uh, I would have liked to, at some yeah. point, um, talk to Roy during the day while we're both working on repairs for various things. Cool, yeah. He's, like, working feverishly, and you can go find him. Oi, Roy. Yeah, well. You missed a spot, yeah. but, uh. I know I missed a spot. <laughs> you turn, it's just like, he's, we've been up close on the camera, and you see he's like putting in one board, and then you pull out, and there's like a huge hole, and he's got one board in the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> I'll hand him a, a Danny, take mercy on him. Um, <laughs> uh, Do you just carry this around? No. Do they sponsor I, you? I pick up a six pack every time we're back. Did I get sponsored? No, no. I don't, I don't really sponsor money. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know your fan fantasy to have to chase sponsors around <laughs> a thing you want to play in a fantasy game yeah me the producer of the show specifically wants to also exactly. continue to be the producer of this show <laughs> in a fantasy world you remember the time I went in, uh, to, we went drag racing in the middle of the city of brass yes I remember it every night in my dreams great you want to come with me again Thank but this time it's in pandemonium yes. Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> That's him, by the way. He does that. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Natural 20. Plus 5. No so 25. I think Otto may kill me. I mean, he'd have to kill me first is the thing. And we both know that that's way harder to do. 
a mutually assured destruction. That's right. <laughs> kind of like rubs his chin. I could really use a pit crew and someone who kind of gets the sort of things you gotta look out for in a situation like this. I like my crewmates. Are you sure that I'm the guy? I like my crewmates a lot, but they never had to kind of try and survive the stuff that we grew up dealing with. I don't think that they quite know how to act normal or <laughs> blend in in seedier stuff. And I think you... And I'm the guy? Yeah. Everyone likes you. You're Roy. <laughs> You're making a lot of sense, actually. Plus, if you don't, right. I'll tell Sandy right. and Marty that you probably hooked up with Cressida. Oh, I already told them. Oh. Probably. <laughs> he's been telling everybody. Probably. Definitely. <laughs> he's been telling everybody. Are you kidding me? Bro, I gotta tell you about my hot bounty hunter girlfriend and her sick-ass giant spider. No, look, it's not like I go into, like, details or anything. I'm not, you know, that would be, oh, like, gross. crude and an invaded. You hooked know, up with Gressida? Breach of trust. Weirdo. But. You didn't know? It's possible you and I have different eyes, but, you know. <laughs> our, our, our vision works differently. <laughs> anyway, let me go pack uh, uh, both my shirts. Uh, oh, he won't need them where we're going. <laughs> hey, goggles. In today's news, DM talks up the hotness of other DM character. <laughs> using first hot DM character. Me to me. But I'm sexy, though. <laughs> uh, Danny would also like to let Otto know that they are leaving, so they're not like running out mm -hmm. um, in the middle of the day. Keep an ear out for the sending stone. I'll let you know if a job comes up. Uh, copy that. I'm taking Roy with me, by the way. Uh, try not to kill him when he gets back. Walks out the door. I won't have you roll persuasion. Yeah. We'll just... <laughs> You've already rolled a natural 20, uh, so we'll yeah. just we'll just imagine you back yeah. up before he has any, any chance yeah. to respond. All right. Ship kind of fixed. Uh, wax for your ears, procured. Uh... uh <laughs> Friend, Ibo, on board. <laughs> Divine confirmation that it's... Ibo on board bumper sticker. Divine confirmation that it's fucking again. Windy. The himbo is my yeah, co-pilot. Divine, divine being petitioned to ask about how to win a street race. Done. <laughs> and, con and confirmation that What's the worst thing about the me. world of wind? The wind. <laughs> I don't oh, know. baby. You have... Oh, uh, fuck, I should have asked her where Pandemonium Portal is. We, we can Bro. find uh, You have, no, there's coordinates yeah. in the, there's in the coordinates thing. You've recognized yeah. this okay, okay. There's, there's ways to get to a portal that you'll drop you off near a site. Inspector Detector has oh, just shown okay. up at our house to give me the invitation to the Grand Prix, and that comes with instructions. <laughs> right, let me just double check with the stars. <laughs> Pretty fine. The or rest is of the session is, is just he, is he trying to find yeah. out how to get there. <laughs> it takes a while. We get there late. Right. It's over. <laughs> Asks Astral Sea Cop, uh, you can't get there from here. <laughs> You know, you're going five knots in a four knots. <laughs> you guys know how to get there. Is there any interlude or roleplay you would like to accomplish during the trip to the to Pandemonium? If not, we're going to Star Wars wipe right there. Yeah, Roy and I will uh, don our matching leather jackets slash bomber jacket with various <laughs> different patches on each of them, but I did buy him a matching one after the last race. Hell yeah. It's the uniform. Yes. Daddy's got, Daddy like, the hat. tighter pants on. Uh... <laughs> 
not like the coveralls tied up anymore. It's like more of a look, you know, hip holster, all that stuff. But, uh... (laughs) You get a red neckerchief. You get a red neckerchief. (laughs) Bandana. (laughs) It's windy. It's windy. (laughs) Um... Uh, Kiana. So is like Panbonium a nice place? Uh, it's a little, um, it's a little rough around the edges. It'll be fun. I think that plane is where we derive the name of, you know, the general term for chaos and upheaval huh. and craziness. You do something new every day. Do you think they're connected? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I love him so much. Um... <laughs> Kiana, I really appreciate that every time you think I'm a little down, you go and get me a cosmetic item to change my appearance with, but um, yeah. as respectfully as possible, <laughs> next time can you just buy me a drink or something? But you already have all those Dannys stored up in the hold. I thought that would be redundant. It's going to be the windiest plane in existence, and you just gave me a really floppy hat. Oh, no. You're right. I didn't know it was windy. Okay, I'll just hold on to I'm it. I'm gonna put it... Can we circle back to the expired a, band you might have fed me? Don't worry about it. You've drinking way worse in the past. <laughs> I'm gonna hang this in the engine room, though. Drinking? I do really appreciate the thought. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Maybe Plug will have fun with it. Yeah. You know, he's always uh, hanging you know, out in the engine room, let him putting on hats. It just mails it to the wall and Plug sits <laughs> in it. <laughs> so, what's the... What's happening here? I, I, I have no idea. Oh. I've not been uh, present for any of we're these. We're going on a race, so. right? I yeah. We are spectating. We are watching Danny. I, I don't really know, I don't know what if... the what it's gonna be like when we get there. I assume that it's smaller land vehicle based racing, given that the nightmare was what came and invited us. But um, invited me. Yeah, I, I want to drag race in the city of brass, and I think the mummy wants to. Wait, uh, what? You, you want to drag? See if we can't. You want to drag race? This has come up. We've talked Let's about explain this. Explain the jacket. Uh... Yeah. That's why I got the jacket. I think just I think just with yeah, us. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think just you and me. <laughs> I think Finbar and Kiana might not have gotten that conversational memo. I mm. don't remember. Well, remember when we all went our separate ways very briefly and yep. uh, Virla made a pact with the demon and everyone else did other things. Right, right, right. Mine was I do realize less... I, I know that we have to circle back to that first part eventually. Uh-huh. Let's continue. Yeah. Roy's just sitting here like what? You guys got a crazy <laughs> laugh, man. Roy and I went and... Oh, boy, um, you should come to the gymnasium one of these days. It's so fun. I'm just kind of naturally fit. I don't need to work out that much. <laughs> oh, that's not the whole point. I don't want to get too buff, you know? <laughs> I don't want to get too big, you know? <laughs> we don't need functional no. muscle in Roy the heat. Roy is our Spider-Man India. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I won the street race. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. Big win for everyone. Uh, it's that again, I think. But. And- bigger scale this and that's where y'all got the the matching outfits i bought these with the winnings okay yeah, yeah it looks it looks cute i like it uh so we're gonna help Pretty you cool. win Thanks. this right or you just want us to watch or well, how's how's this gonna go down i would like you guys to not get into people we can fit on a any bike. trouble the bike has a maximum capacity of two people okay. on it and i don't know if anyone like I really don't know a lot about this race other than I'm going to show up and be in it. So I don't know if Roy's going to be like a pit crew kind of situation or if I get a co-pilot or what it is. So some of us can shrink. Just saying. We'll, we'll figure all two. that when we get there. It seems like yeah. well, I, oh, okay. Danny's already won yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, I think that should be enough to help with another one. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. I've been working on the bike. Um. um 
Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, yeah. Good attitude, Roy. Actually, now that I mention it, I think of like a lot of things. I did add the no, don't ram burns, so it has like a ram attack, and I think it'd be fine. <laughs> ram attack. I don't think you can. Can you talk? Can you call it a ram attack if you're just. I, I don't think they call if it. If I ram I the bike into somebody that. else, I feel like that's a ram attack. Right, but Can't wouldn't you also be dealing that. mutual damage to your own vehicle? Well, that's what the horns are for. Defense. <laughs> no, it's true. Horns negate damage. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can't get okay. hurt if you're this pointing. Is the law of the streets. All right. I... Okay. As old and as true as the sky. <laughs> With that, I think it's, it's time we get going. Yeah. All right. Astral sea travel. Cut. You guys uh, go through the portal, which oh, I swear I'd written down what the color was. Give me a sec. You got my DMG here. Austin, know the color of the portal before we go to it. Challenge 2K23. Yeah, I, I thought, because uh, I forgot the last time I thought I'd written it down. But, uh, let's see. Pandemonium. Magenta. Isn't that nice? Aw. Nice. Not red. Through the magenta portal. It is dark when you emerge. I don't like that. But the no darkness is not the first thing you notice. The first thing you notice is the noise. The ship's natural shielding prevents the worst of it. Uh, it keeps, you know, the debris and things from immediately flying into your eyes and, like, your hair being blown back off of your heads. Uh, but even so, the shielding cannot prevent the deafening roar that hits your ears. Uh, there is literally none of you have ever heard a sound anything like this it is difficult to think it is so loud it's like um it's kind of like when you get the like the perfect balance of sound on your ear uh, on your airpods and it's just like it's coming from inside mm -hmm. your head you know it's not even like you're hearing it's just in your head uh your eyes begin to adjust and this is a place with no natural light <laughs> uh so oh. basically you're in like a weird sensory deprivation tank where there is darkness beyond what uh, anyone with dark vision can see and you can hear nothing uh, while you're in this plane uh, you cannot hear uh, any sound that is coming from more than 10 feet away from you and even then if you're speaking you have to shout to each other Mr. didn't fucking mention that it's goddamn dark what? what? <laughs> uh, also the gravity here so you're currently in a tunnel as best as you can tell those of you with dark vision uh you're currently in a, mm -hmm. uh, a tunnel that has been carved out by the wind and the gravity is directional so everywhere is ground wherever you step in a tunnel you can just walk all around the outside of the tunnels is ground wherever you go oh, wow. so it's kind of like you're all wearing spider climbing boots if you choose to get off the ship uh probably not a good idea but I'm going to summon so Bing cool. and just use him as, as a dark vision advisor. <laughs> you, br you bring up Bing, Virla, from your spot at the helm, I assume. You're able to see up in a little bit of the distance through the like dust that is being blown everywhere in the darkness. You see the outline of what look like man-made. Like the, uh, the mm -hmm. tunnel opens up into a cavernous space and there look like buildings there. All right. I guess I'll guide the ship in that direction. Cool. You 
uh, sail forward. The sails are, again, the wind being mostly deadened is keeping the sails from being just ripped off. But you can see like the sails are full and then they come like backwards. Fortunately, it's a magic ship, so you can just propel it forward. But like the sails are kind of like going crazy here. And you bring the ship in as you approach, you all get to see uh, the cavern, despite its size, is dominated by a collection of uh, walls and towers and buildings uh, that look like they've been carved from the very stone of the tunnels. For the, you know, insightful among you, probably a necessity, as you guess that anything that's brought to this world that isn't from this world or magically protected probably gets stripped away pretty easily. In other words, if they brought like wood from another plane to build houses, the, the things, the, the wood would just get like eroded away in days or weeks. Uh, the entire thing is, as you can kind of see from your vantage, there's a wall on the outside, but the entire thing is filled with walls, not in a disorienting maze on purpose, but as this way of just kind of like, just this desperate attempt to block out wind. Uh, how successful that is, you won't know until you enter the city. Looks like we're here. Look, yeah, look for a dock. I don't know if the invitation says anything specific Oops. about what part of the city to be in. I feel like the invitation is even uh, more impossible to hear now. There's like three spell jammers parked out front of various, like there's like a hammerhead mm-hmm. shark one, and uh, there's one that kind of looks like it's not super like a beetle. It's more kind of like abstract beetle. Uh, and there's one that kind of looks like this, like, like a whelk. Any of them <laughs> like look familiar shell. to us? Uh, no, you haven't okay. seen any of these before. Okay. I mean, they're familiar in the sense that, like, you've seen a lot of spell jammers mm-hmm. going in and out of Sigil. So, like, you know, yeah. none of these you're like, what could that be? But it's not like a ship you know. Cool. Uh, there's no Damien here. No <laughs> dragonfly in the mix. No dragonfly. Aww. I feel uh, like his whipping I'm little sorry, ship would just be shredded. <laughs> just holding his sword, dashing behind you. <laughs> David is my co-pilot. Stop giving uh, me bumper sticker ideas. This mummy is gonna unravel. What is he doing here? <laughs> I feel like that's what—that's exactly what would happen. He steps foot in pandemonium, and it catches a loose thread on his like. He just becomes a pair of like cartoon <laughs> eyeballs in the hat. <laughs> he- he catches a thread on his shirt and it just the whole thing, his big open Unre- billowy shirt just unravels as he runs. <laughs> and he's just shirtless. We can't let him and Roy That's... in the same room together. They're both completely different flavors mm-hmm. of romantic lead. <laughs> the mummy? No. No, Davian. Okay. and Roy. Okay. Well, uh, our brain is going <laughs> interesting places. Okay. and pandemonium would also be very funny. <laughs> they, really are, they really are like O'Connell and Jonathan. <laughs> Switch the level of buffness, but... Anyway, uh, so yeah, you guys park the ship. Rem- reminder that you can park the ship and anyone not attuned to it then can't take it away. So don't worry about it being stolen. Yay. I wasn't Pay whatever now. dock fees there are. Uh, there's no one here to collect dock fees. Sweet. Uh, there is, if you want to disembark, there is someone standing at the uh, gate. Uh, looks like a human. The so to describe the dress going forward, the best I can equate it to is, you know, in Thor Ragnarok, when he crash lands and everyone's just wearing something insane. Yeah. yeah. That's everyone here is like dressed in different things uh, with the exception that they tend to be buckled. A lot of the clothing tends to be buckled down. Anything that's loose has been tied into a knot. Anything that is like baggy has been belted, things like that. Uh, the guard and many other people have just shaved heads. 
because presumably having hair here is just a nightmare. Danny, uh, you know how like wind, when you blow on a fire, it'll like go down a little bit and then flare back up. Danny's hair looks crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Danny's hair looks crazy right now. So does Roy's, by the way. Ooh. Uh, is gonna stow his hat and tie his scarf up and more tightly. You don't want to do the like yes. scarf the way, over top of put, the hat the, tied under the chin kind of look? I distinctly do not want to do that. That's why I put the hat away. <laughs> the dust starts to like hit, you, you know, like flies. And the wind also is not like constantly one direction. It changes just as you, in, in almost the most annoying way, where just as you get used to it coming from a direction, it hits you in another direction. You know, almost like when you turn your head against it, it comes at you from the other direction. So it's, the it's goggles just go on. Assaulting. Yes, goggles go on. Uh, and you approach, you see as you approach, there's a human man there, uh, you know, reds and blues that are really muted because there's no mm-hmm. natural light. Uh, and in fact, has Danny, what you can probably guess are like basically night vision goggles, goggles of darkness, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, any non-magical flame here, by the way, is just snuffed immediately. Okay. So you guys approach, he sees you approaching in this darkness uh, and begins to uh, sign at you guys. A lot of people here speak sign language because Ooh. it's just far more efficient than speaking. Cool. Cool. Does... DM, does this count if I were to cast you tongues want... and... Go ahead and cast uh, cast your thing, yeah. And uh, yes. people can, can pick up uh, sign language. Hell yeah. A, a yeah. ESL, Planescape Sign Language. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Do any of the rest yeah, of PSL, us... ESL, Planescape Sign Language. ...understand what so, he's saying, or is it just Virla? Uh, if you don't speak sign language, you don't understand. But Virla, you can quick... Uh, Virla, you start to see signs, and you come in about halfway through the sentence, uh, and basically you come in where it says... Uh, the, he says, for the race. And you can interpret he was like, hello or whatever. Are you, have you come here for the race? I'll, I'll sign back. Yes, I am. <laughs> or, yes, we are. Uh, uh, excellent. Wait, I'll, well, I'll, Excellent. I'll, uh, just not... This ship, we have a different, smaller vehicle. Where do we put this spell chamber? Uh, he kind of looks over uh, and just signs back. Fine, right there. Thumbs up. I'm just gonna mind link with Virla so I can like. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, telepathy obviously very useful yeah. here. Um, oh, this is quieter. So he starts to give you. Uh, uh, he says, "Welcome to Asylum. Follow everyone inside." No confusion if you follow them. Everyone's heading to the same spot. Should we bring the bike with us? Should should we bring our vehicle with us? Uh, starting pretty soon, probably for the best. Okay. The I'll off. relay that information to Danny. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You sh- yeah you shout. It's like it's being swallowed by the atmosphere here. But yeah, close enough that you yeah. guys can hear. And yeah. So. Cool. Uh, Danny goes and gets it. Meanwhile, he kind of stands with you guys. It's hard to make out much. He's got, you know, dirt all over his face because presumably it's just being, like, blown all over. So, you know, he's kind of caked in it. You can't see his eyes. But uh, he kind of is regarding you guys. uh, And he asks, where are you from? Uh, I guess I'll sign. I'm from Mechanus. I'm Virla. I guess I'll sign it, like, like how I'll spell it like I would like one would pronounce it so kind of more phonetically not the four letters um mm-hmm. this is Kiana from Material Plane Finbar from uh 
Feywild slash, uh, yeah, Feyenbar from Feywild. The con the participants are Danny. The participant is Danny. Uh, pit crew with Roy over there from, the from City of Brass, Plane of Fire. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. First time in Asylum. Yes. <laughs> Bit of advice: try not to lose your head. Uh, are, are you being serious? <laughs> Probably. We don't joke here. Mm. I see. How long it's have really you been... hard to decipher tone because you've just this person has like it, you you, you could barely uh -huh. even see this person. Yeah. Right? Are you slash serious or slash J? <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Slash J or slash S or. Uh, how long have you? What's your name? Uh, hi. <laughs> how long have you uh, been here? back. Uh, uh, gives gives like a, a laugh. Science pack. Most people don't bother to ask. Name's Gregor. Hello, Gregor. You're very good at facilitating this. <laughs> My first time, first race year ever. Oh, interesting. Okay. You and McGregor. Kind of weird to see so many people. In fact, is it just people from? Because I'll say, City of Brass has a drag racing scene. Uh, is are the contestants just from Brass, or is it from all lo all over the Planescape? You can see there's kind of like a shrug, and he goes, "I don't get out much. Seems like people from far and wide, though. It's enough of a prize gotcha. that the boss has offered." Boss. Boss. Who's the boss? Yeah, who organized? Who organized this? Who's your boss? <laughs> uh, uh, you see, he sits, uh, sits back. Uh, what would be the right word for it? Um. Asylum is not like uh, it's not like it doesn't have like a mayor, right? It's mm -hmm. not an elected position, but uh, he signs back with a um, uh, uh, Don is not the right word either, but uh, I guess because because it's a really like specific cultural context, but basically signs back like basically like the hut, right? Um, you, can get, <laughs> you get the sense there's like a there's a there's a word that is you know uh, culturally specific here that he's using, but basically says like. Uh, Boss wants new blood brought in. Uh, thought for, might might be a change of pace to have people who weren't on their down and out stumbling in for the first time. Huh. Interesting way to do it. Hopefully it works. <laughs> not, a lot, not a lot of ways to entice people here. Everyone here is here because they got no other options. Fair enough. Danny rolls up with the bike. <laughs> Best of luck. Thanks. And here he turns to he he actually would turn and shout that to Danny. Best of luck. Nice man. Do a head nod. More about the head nod than anything else. I just imagine the yelling isn't getting through too much. Fantastic. You guys head in, and indeed the walls don't really help. Instead, everything's just kind mm. of a wind tunnel. Okay. Oh. So at least the wind is directional, though. You always know which way it's going to be uh -huh. coming from when you're in here. But you see, there are people. There is not, like hundreds of people but there might be you see like a hundred people mm -hmm. milling around which given how claustrophobic wow. the city is you guess is probably more than like probably more than it was built for right and a lot of people here are acting the same way as you like a lot of them have like earmuffs on or other things to protect their faces um you see there are a bunch of gnomes who are pushing this like crazy four-legged contraption around and they all have like specially built masks 
They're all wearing basically cool. like gas mask, eye protection, fallout kind of like helmet the thing contraptions. The I'm most excited for in this episode is that Austin's going to have to describe a bunch of random race guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's just Snake Oiler from Snake Racer. <laughs> Casa Cristo. You guys, uh, you guys head up. There is, um, uh, there's an orc here who is like, <laughs> uh, at just a, it's, I guess it's a table. Mm-hmm. It's a stone slab, but there is nothing. As there's no table. paper or anything because that would be entirely pointless. Instead, you see that they are like writing things on people's arms and stuff like that. Uh, so. Danny rolls up, I literally, I assume, with a motorcycle. Yeah, I'll be sort of, like, walking it for now. Gotcha. Uh, you see that uh, this orc shouts out to you, doesn't, like, assumes that you probably don't speak sign language because you're a visitor here. And so shouts out to you, says, Participating! Yeah! All right. Spot holds two, just you or someone else. Look back to the crew... Who's your favorite child? Can I can I sign like what's the what's the ruling on like a pit crew? Uh, you see uh, that she signs back. Uh, it's just one lap, no pit crew. Mm. Gotcha. So Roy's just hanging out. Yeah, I'll, I'll yell that to Danny. Look at Roy. You want to go for the ride this time? I mean, why else did you bring me? Two. Me and the other fire genasi. Uh, she nods, she takes out, writes something on her own arm, and then takes both of your wrists and writes uh, basically like a, a, um, like there's a little symbol and then like one and two so that you guys are marked as down for the race and one and two on the bike. Uh, and then uh, she kind of looks at actually he isn't really sure who to talk to because like Vera like literally is kind of the, the speaking person but Danny signing up um and she says uh layout for the course is out on the starting line you got about an hour before it starts alright any uh rules we should know about magic stuff like that try to win cool First one across the finish line is that person. I like you. You've got to do the whole lap. You're very direct. So you no one's asked yet. Yeah, 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 you can't, realize we had to you can't Mario Kart just like. Finbar, do you have the observant feet? I do not. You do not. Sorry, I thought do someone I might have observant. Hold on, I've, I've got observant is the, is the lips is the lip reading one, right? Yes, mm-hmm. observant is the lip, re- lip reading. I one. have that. You have that? Yes. yes. You're like, go ahead and make me a perception check. Shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you want to race, Ziggy? Oh, man, I've been rolling 11s this whole time. Uh, 13. 13? Let's roll just with a plus two for them. You see there are uh, a couple other people who are kind of hovering around in an official capacity. Again, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell the it's really obvious the locals from the visitors. First off, there's way yeah. more visitors, but also the locals are like way better fitted out here. Um, yeah. And you can't hear anything, but you see someone pulls down. They've got like a, um, what do you call it? Like a face covering, basically like a big uh, cloth mask over their face, presumably to keep from breathing dust. Uh, mm-hmm. And they yeah. pull it down and it's hard to get much off of 
what they're saying because like it's still dark and stuff like that but you do uh see them call out the girl with the sword you see you pick up those words uh yeah <laughs> uh, uh species of the people that are talking uh one of them is a dwarf who has uh no hair and like basically like a extremely close cropped beard mm-hmm. five sure. o'clock shadow which is like mm-hmm. uh 9 30 a.m shadow for a dwarf <laughs> dwarf with a small beard interesting i mean it's been uh, like a the, whole season and a half since i got kidnapped last so uh yeah. the other one is an earth genasi okay uh in my mind i'll probe keon are you still there what's up first of all ola Ronway. Probably best bet if you were to get that information out of either a gith or an astral elf. Ooh. Uh, second, uh, 10 o'clock, dwarf and genasi, they have their eyes on you. Just keep your eye out. Oh, okay. Thanks. All right. Should I mind link with Danny during the race so we can keep an eye on her? I was thinking, yeah. Uh, I forget My, if there were max distance on it. We went over this last time. This I think is there, yeah. Right? So the the wording like is a little feet. bit ambiguous. Uh, you were kind of like it should work. Uh, so I can speak telepathically to any creature I see within a hundred feet of me. Don't need to share a language. As an action, I can give that creature the ability to speak telepathically for you with you for the next hour or until you end this effect as an action. So I think last time we ruled that it's that the if you go if you leave the distance then you can't that you can't communicate doesn't over work. It, but mm-hmm. but yeah. once once Danny gets back in the radius then okay yeah. crops back. Uh, well then I would say if you want to link with her that you guys can definitely converse uh, while you are like while she's on the starting line like you guys yeah. will be close enough once she's but on once the race the... it's going to be a lot more difficult mm. that's what I figured actually let me I'll go to the orc any 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 rules uh, from the spectators like I, can we fly around above the track so we can see better yeah. Spectating only. Well, so yes, but can parents. we can we move oh. like above the track, non like not you helping? You suggest flying around uh, in pandemonium in the dark, uh, and <laughs> you can't hear it, but she laughs and then she uh, she signs back your funeral. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's not a no. Don't. All right. Don't you have Bing? I'm Why not hearing Bing a no. <laughs> no, because. If we, if we were flying like above Danny within the hundred feet mm-hmm. distance, then we could, then you could keep a constant mind link on, uh, on Danny. I don't know if she'd like that. To Fair be enough. completely honest. All right. <laughs> a secret conversation like happening thing. seven feet away because mm-hmm. it's just no, 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 no. This is this is. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telepathic, yeah. We're just Fair emoting enough. at each other, Young Justice style. <laughs> don't need to animate these lip flaps, baby. Carol's eyes are just like <laughs> rotating. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, is there any other preparations with uh, not so much time left? Honestly, Danny probably should head to the starting line. Yeah. You see people mm-hmm. are already starting. Yeah, to let's head get there. her there. You can All check right, out Dave. the race course when you get there. And uh, you guys, there okay. are like stands, very much like pod racing. There are stands <laughs> carved from rock that is podcasting. Oh, hell. Out on the side. <laughs> They're only on one side. They're only connected to the wall of the city. They don't surround, but you can see clearly that there's like a starting line that has been like scratched into the stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very shallow. There's a sense that like everything's constantly being eroded here. So they probably mm-hmm. set this up like a couple days ago and it's already starting to disappear. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Danny, there is a map mm-hmm. of 
the uh, I would uh, and I would love for you to uh, Roy's going to do one too, but you notice that is a map with a bunch of branching tunnels, uh, and also there is there are arrows that are telling you which tunnels to go through. Um, I would love for you to make me. Let's see. What's a? I'll let you roll just an intelligence check to like memorize this thing. All right. Natural Roy will roll as well. Uh, Actually, Roy will give you the help action. That's a very that's a very classic help action situation. Okay. Well, the first roll was a dirty twenty. The second is lower than that, so dirty twenty. You think these okay. branches mean something? Dirty twenty. You feel pretty confident. You've got the race the race route race, mm-hmm. race route down route. Do I see route. the mummy anywhere? Uh yeah, he is. Uh, hat uh, firmly held in hand he is brushing the nightmare like uh, you know like you see like kind of pats the flank and ju- dust gets like kicked up that's caking on it just gets pulled away I'll sort of so roll up cool. next to him with the bike uh, before right. Danny heads for the fishing line I want to do quick thing I cool right? yeah Danny Danny checks out the map sees mm-hmm. the mummy Finbar what would you like to do as We'll go ahead and say that at this point, there's like a half hour left before the race starts. So if you want to like do any spells, mm-hmm. or is it, what's what's the duration of spells that you'd like to do? Uh, they're both uh, an hour long. Uh, one of them is okay, yeah, so on my end. You, if you wanted to have these during the race, you're totally within the window. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I will cast a second level long strider on both Danny and Roy in case okay. you fall off that bike. Should have enough <laughs> speed to get right back home. And if that ain't enough, I'm gonna do a third level um, enhance ability, uh, okay. Cat's Grace, uh, to give her advantage on dexterity checks. Fantastic. Also reduces fall damage. Let's hope you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. No crazy jumps, ramps, loop de loops. Danny thinks of the that. jump feature on the bike. You just hear the jump jack <laughs> sound echoing in her mind. Yeah. No crazy jumps. Got it. <laughs> And uh, last thing, a little star for you. And this is the um, this is the chef treat. Uh, so a little little extra love out there. Thanks. Is that five yeah. hit right. points? That's temp HP. Uh, yes, that's five temporary hit points. Uh, Good luck out there, Danny. We'll root for you. Does, Does Roy, Roy get, get one, one too? too? <laughs> Finbar looks at Roy and says, <laughs> "You want one?" Yes. Okay. Please. You uh, have one too. All right. I like the idea that Finbar Sweet, has not that at all increased the volume of his speech in this no, dimension. No, he's been shouting the entire time. <laughs> want to? Oh. Fantastic. All right. Okay. You guys head off, take your seats in the stands, if there's nothing else that anyone wants to do. Cowboy horse. I, Cowboy horse. I pull out the spyglass. Oh. Pull out the spyglass. Um, oh, sorry. Yes, Dan, you roll up next to the take the bike next to him uh he turns he looks kind of weird without the hat on honestly uh like seeing your teacher at the grocery store where's your hat it's looks like, like a mummy what are you talking about you see he's holding it in one hand and he just raises it up <laughs> want to make a little extra wager you and me oh boy oh make a persuasion no <laughs> throw some money on it let's go did we establish that this is a family heirloom no, not too bad right. 17 what are you thinking? My goggles versus your hat. Winner takes the loser's headgear. He looks at you with empty eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> He'd look pretty cool with goggles, though. Gives a, gives a cock of the head, like... 
It's like offering a bald person shampoo. <laughs> It's kind of disrespectful, honestly. I should have brought the hat. Kiana got me. Aw, you see what happens when you jettison my gift? <laughs> so that's a... How about... Yeah? How about... Hat for the bike? <laughs> the stakes just got higher. Worth it. Not an even bet at all. No. No. <laughs> Ask for the horse. <laughs> we had a nightmare once. I gave it to Hans. Race, yeah, you race had for a pigs. nightmare with an infernal tack. Oh, yeah. How about info on where you can get another horse? You're <laughs> gonna take it from Hans? Are you gonna kill my horse? I really only need the one. No, but like, you know, maybe he wants a friend or something. I don't know. I know there's another one. I, I desperately hope that this conversation is getting like ripped to shreds by the wind and <laughs> only hearing half of it. Uh, oh yeah, along with the travesty is getting ripped to shreds happening. by the wind. Yeah. Chariot, uh, chariot. How about hat for goggles? Loser doesn't race in brass anymore. <gasps> Alright. Bet's on. Drop the goggles. See you at the finish line, eh? May the best win. Hops up on the nightmare. Uh, immediately, like, eyes blaze, <laughs> nostrils blaze. The mane goes... <laughs> uh, as he, like, begins to get ready. Uh, yeah, the race uh, begins to... You see, like, people are taking their seats. At this point, a familiar... Uh, you guys are, like, sitting down. A familiar dwarf walks up to you guys um, and shouts uh, and says... Special invitation from the Don to come to his box and watch the race from the best seats. The Don? Is this a real invitation or is this an offer we can't refuse? Uh, make an insight check. <laughs> Will do. He's making him an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> 12. 12. Uh, he's, uh, he's definitely like means it. Like he's not trying, he's not gonna like lead you into an alley or something. And you know, he's, he's like, yeah, come the, this, that's a true fact. Why not? You know, Perfect. give Kiana a nudge. You're like, you know why not? Oh, is this that good? Sorry. <laughs> it's really dark in here, and I actually can't see. <laughs> Keep your enemies closer, I suppose. We accept. Excellent. Could tell you were of different stock when you rolled into the city, and boss man is interested. All right. All right. You guys uh, stand up. Danny, Roy gets on behind you, puts his arms around you um, to, like, hold on. Uh, he says, so we're really doing this, right? Yeah, uh, don't fall off. You, uh... <laughs> I, I you say don't fall nice... off. He goes, oh, God, I didn't even think about that scenario. <laughs> Try not it to think. so peaceful in Roy's head. <laughs> I mean this in the nicest way possible, but I don't see how benef how I don't see how helpful Roy can be to this race other than being distracting eye candy for the other racers. Meat shield. <laughs> I figure Dead something goes an wrong with an appropriately sturdy shirt. <laughs> People he's roll. At the same, he's at the same like As soon as they hit 88 miles per hour, the shirt just gets sandblasted off and everyone else is rolling at disadvantage for the rest of the race. <laughs> He's a mechanic. I figure if something goes wrong with the bike, he can kind of like help a little bit more than just Danny yeah. driving would be able to. 
Oh, absolutely. There's mishaps and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So oh, if a mishap happens, you. then you'll want someone to try and fix it or or steer while you're trying to fix yeah. it, right? Yeah. Fantastic. So you guys begin, you see at this point, someone who is clearly some sort of a magic wielder, probably a wizard, uh, rolls out onto the, uh, rolls out like in front of the, you know, 50 or so people who are lined up here. Ooh, there damn. are people on like various mounts. Like you've got a, um, uh, you've got an, an air genasi who's just like contained within like a, uh, a whirlwind, which you think would probably usually be annoying, but actually is probably a nice sensory vacation from the rest of this world. <laughs> uh, the gnomes have this like crazy, like it's got like 18 legs, like kind of, kind of claw. It looks like kind of like a tank, but instead of treads, it's just got like a bunch of small legs that are going to like rotate Aww. around. Uh, like, 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 like beast stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's uh, like, you know, a dozen or a dozen and a half hell rides of various varieties here. Uh, there are people on various mounts. Obviously, there's the nightmare. Someone's on like a whole ass fucking gold dragon. Oh. Uh, a what? small one, but you know. Okay. Oh. Uh, Just pop the bullet of dragon slaying into the. T- into the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personnel, kid. Oh, um, <laughs> Damn. The illusionist walks up and uh, does a little illusion. You see the you know fast and furious style this person's gonna like stand in the middle of the track and let you guys go you see the the race map uh comes up and then the words uh racers ready you hear various hell machines start up the screams and howls of the souls being uh consumed other people like you know any of the beasts of burden that are here like stretch and get ready you click the anarch sphere and you watch the lightning and then earth dust and swirling particles from air just all start to coalesce in here and the the bike hums to life you guys the rest of the group is led through the crowds upwards there is a um balcony that you can immediately tell is probably the place to go because it is completely enclosed there is glass kind of like you're walking underneath it so it's kind of hard to tell but you can see the glass that is there and presumably has to be replaced constantly because mm-hmm. it's probably getting worn down. So this is exactly this is kind of you know it's a show of status and of comfort. You see the dwarf uh, brings you behind, opens a door. There's a hallway that leads into an enclosed room, and immediately the um, uh, sound dies down as you step through. And without shouting, you can hear the dwarf say. Enjoy the race. Thank you. Close the door behind you guys. Danny out on the starting line. A red light. A minor illusion. A yellow light. You guys uh, walk in. You hear uh, a click behind you as the door is locked. And as you enter, you see a normal shock of black hair, like completely windswept to one side. Armor... Uh, the usual silver, just like coated in dust and kind of dingy. Uh, uh, But uh, there's like new kind of like wrappings and stuff around. Uh, But as uh, Indelian turns around, Ah! he's got a whole ass goblet of wine. (laughs) What are you doing here? It's a funny thing, isn't it? That we should keep meeting like this. Hey! Takes a swig, puts down the glass, reaches for the sword. Danny, light turns green. We all go, and we're going to pick up with initiative for everyone when we come back from the break. See, aren't no, you yeah. guys Woo! glad that I have Roy with me and you all have each other now? <laughs> yeah, Actually, fair yeah, though, fair I, I wouldn't want to subject Roy to this either. 
What are you doing, buddy? You're supposed to be, be on the other side two. of the plane. You're supposed to be on the other side of a plane. Rolling with difficulty. This episode of Rolling with Difficulty is brought to you by Moontide, the new novel from author Mary Greenwood. Available now through the link in our description below. Listen, I have a story to share. Will you hear it howling in my eaves? Feel it gusting down my chimney with a fine mist of rain. See it in the gossamer ghosts flitting over the dust and ashes. Scent it on the salt wind that whispers and wails with the voices of the lost. I can only hope you will. Fia wears a stolen pelt that eats away at her humanity, night by night, when she stumbles into an abandoned lighthouse with blood staining her hands, her teeth, she has almost given up hope of claiming back her life. A daughter of fire, Brenna's only wish is to flee her father's legacy and the people who call her accursed. After a wolf attack leaves her injured and awakens the superstitions of the townsfolk, she strikes a bargain with the council in a desperate bid for her freedom. A son of the sea, Tuathal seeks answers the tide alone cannot give him. Chasing the memory of his mother, he is drawn to a fragile stranger who might be the only one who can unveil the mystery of her disappearance. Each tread in the footprints of the past, but what will it cost to tell a new story to set old wrongs right? Find out all that and I assume more in the new novel Moontide by Mary Greenwood. It's available now. You can check out the link in our show notes below or the description on YouTube to get your copy today. And thank you again uh, to Mary and Moontide for sponsoring today's adventure. Rolling with difficulty. When last we left our heroes. I would love for everyone to roll me initiative, but actually the first thing I need is for everyone to please roll me a wisdom saving throw, as I'd forgotten Ooh. you have been in the plane for more than an hour now, exposed like to its howling winds. Well, who's fault is that? I'd love for everyone to roll me a wisdom saving throw. The earplugs do nothing. Thank you, Mr. Net 20. Natural 20. Finbar, I'd also, uh, if you haven't rolled your wheel in woe, now might be a good time to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, uh... Let's, uh, uh 16. Oh, oh, no. Let me oh, roll for... Is... 16 saves, natural 20 saves. Uh, um, I Roy saves. <gasps> oh, so. Roy, our boy. I rolled on a super teeny little d20 and it kind of flew out of sight. And I'm pretty sure I didn't nudge it. But if I did uh, nudge it, it made me roll a three. Roll a new one. Why don't you just okay. roll a new one? <laughs> it is my destiny. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that adjusts to a 10. 10 is the DC. So Fantastic. I, I succeed? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Danny. I really what thought you... I was fucked on that one. Huh? What'd That's you roll? 16. Oh, 16. Sorry. Uh, did I get everyone then? Finbar? Uh, 12 on the yeah. save. And then I got um, a woe for the Cosmic Omen. Excellent. Whoa. So no one takes a level of exhaustion. Uh, woe. Sure. And now I would like everyone to please roll me initiative. Danny, you'll notice that you are on the battle map as well. This is simply so that we can put your initiative into the tracker. Uh, you are not competing in this combat, obviously. Cool, you. So Virila is coming in at a four. Oof. Kiana at a 16. Not too bad. Finbar coming in at a mighty 21. Roll the nat 20 on that. Woo! I rolled a uh, one and an eight, so I'm at 10. The same Danny guy that gave me a 20 gave me a four. And Indelian's dexterity is a plus two, which mm-hmm. leaves him with a twelve. Huh. Danny so he did not actually roll dexterous uh, We're also just going to assume that Roy, anything you'd like Roy to do will happen on your turn, Danny. Perfect. To uh, avoid any confusion. Um, so, 
yeah, Finbar, you see Adelian drains a cup of wine, puts the goblet down, uh, pulls out the sword. There's a brief little before we uh, officially start combat. Um, he gives a chuckle and just in like this kind of surprise round where no one really, I, obviously I know you're mean to surprise Kiana, but <laughs> where no one really is like, you know, sure quite what's happening. Um, he says his line, uh, isn't fate weird that she would compel us to keep meeting like this? Um, then he takes a drink, says, honestly, figured I'd seen the last of all of you. And uh, wasn't sure that was a good thing or a bad thing. Of course, he went back and made my life hell. Went to Tunarath, trolled my name. So. <laughs> but, lucky me, because when I bring back your skulls, well, there's a chance that uh, the good queen might just let me back into her good graces. Uh, draws the sword has and uh, immediately like, like takes a step forward. Combat begins. Finbar, uh, with the drop on him, what would you like to do? Uh, unfortunately, much like the stars, I got no kindness left for you. This is where you die. Um, Kiana, don't hold back. Uh, yes, with that, sir. I'm going to start with a fourth level um, guiding bolt on him. <laughs> okay, roll to hit him. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, cool, that's uh, 12 plus 9, 21 to hit. 21's gonna hit. Okay, I believe this is 76. Five, Jesus, that's so much damage. Seven, level 10, 30 points of uh, radiant damage. 30, Christ. Yes. Uh, as this guiding bolt streaks across the room, lands square in his chest, he yes. hits the creature Next with attack an attack. Uh, yes, uh, I'll throw an extra d6 on this as the pixies pop out of that uh, okay. guiding yeah, bolt. Okay, uh, uh, An extra three points of uh, piercing damage. Uh, um, three, next, certainly. Yes. Next. Oh, you've got him now. Has advantage on him. Um, as a bonus yes. action, I will uh, summon. I'll summon the dragon. Yes. Uh, gives me uh, a bonus to maintain concentration and uh, intelligence and uh, wisdom checks. Uh, and uh, let's see, where can I move? Um, I'll take a step back. Uh, forward, I towards uh, Indalian sort of lineup, uh, 20 feet in front of him. Um, and that will be my turn. Okay. Kiana, what would you like to do? Bonus action. Arms of the astral self. Hacha. Oh, wait, okay. hold on. He's not close enough. First, I shall move. You want to run up? Then I will. Where the hell? Ooh, roll. Roll 20. Testing my fucking patience today. <laughs> Sometimes it's goofy like that. Hacha. Now. Bonus action. Arms of the astral self. Summon. Spend my key point. There it is. Boop. Okay. So, uh, DC 17 dex saving throw from Endelian. Um, uh, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Uh, that's a fail. All right. There we go. My 2d6 force damage. Ooh. Oh, where'd my 36 go? All right, it's only five. Um, uh, yeah. Let's just hit him with the sword. Why not, right? Yeah. Fuck it. First attack has advantage, right? I'm sorry, yes. how much damage did you, I, I was- Five, only five, five force cool. damage. Just a little roll on 2d6. All right, first attack. 
Um, 27. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, 27's gonna hit. I assumed. Uh, okay, that's only 13 uh, slashing damage. Uh, okay. Second attack. Uh, this one doesn't have advantage anymore? Correct. Just a straight roll. Oh, I'm sorry, for the greatsword, you do have to roll up within five feet of him. I can't use my arms? No, your arms are for, for punching, your hands are for holding the sword. Fine, then I'll roll up within five feet of him, if you insist. I do. <laughs> okay, well, my cool. second attack is a 23. Uh, yeah, that'll still hit. Okay, it's good to know. Gotta feel it out. Now we're talking. That is 19 slashing damage. Okay. Great. Uh, that was movement, action, bonus action. It's my turn. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, he's going to uh, take a legendary action to uh, make a good old attack at you. Ah. What, you think he hasn't chops. stepped up his game? You think he has <laughs> yeah. not stepped up his game? Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking. So does he, like, <sighs> own the city? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he came in and he killed the person in charge. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, no, are we going to be on the hustled. hook for, like, whatever the prize of this is supposed to be if we kill this guy before the race is over? <laughs> he really hustled in, like, the last couple weeks. <laughs> uh, he will go ahead and uh, just give you a good old uh, one slash. Good old whack. Uh, that's going to be... Checking things out mode. Uh, Longsword is a 17 to hit gonna miss baby okay. there we go <laughs> um good start cool uh he is going to use his uh now it's his turn he gets his legendary actions back he's going to use a bonus action to uh astral step this is not a misty step it's not a spell it's an inherent ability mm-hmm. behind mirla Teleports behind. Uh, uh, no. you think he was gonna play on your terms guys come on nothing personnel kid and he's going to make his first attack at virla as he does Whoa. Ma, uh, that is a 17 to hit. Really Armor say. class is 18 now. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna roll twice more. I'm beefy, buddy. You think I just like me? Whatever I should. He's going to uh, make two more attacks. Here we go. Uh, oh, Christ. No, no. Terrible. Oh, I rolled uh, a good terrible. kind of oh Christ. That's an extremely uh, uh, unsatisfying turn for him. Uh, as he, how does Virla deal with this guy? Teleports behind him and then immediately comes in for two attacks. Uh, Virla remembers the last time he was on the other end of the sword and it did not go well. How? What changes yeah. that he instead attacks three times and whiffs it every time? Well, I, I think he'll try and dodge it as much as possible, but he's not all that dexterous. <laughs> Uh, so it really is just uh, on the strength of this new armor that he got. That's, that's it's like scraping uh, off you. Yeah, basically. Uh, there's sort uh, of a meta moment where he recognizes a wizard who he is, he is a wizard himself, uh, who typically do not wear this, and then checks out your vestments and says, Guess you went and found gold, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like All right. she found me. <laughs> Top shelf banter on this one, guys. <laughs> We're really killing it today. <laughs> More like she found me is pretty good. Um, Danny, at a 10, the starting line, uh, you 
go off the crouch. Uh, at a 10, a lot of people are in front of you. Uh, the initiative for these characters rolls all runs all the way from 25 down to 1. So you are in the back half of the pack currently. The initiative is basically your first check in this big skill challenge. As everyone comes off the line, you guys all start to run forward. There's this big moment where everyone is spread out. And then the racetrack you know is going off to the right here. And it is condensing down into a, like a narrow tunnel. Now, a reminder that gravity is 360 here. Yes, Peter So you can go up or down or whatever you want. Um, but is there any skill as we... Uh, so your skill check for the first one is is a 10. That's, that's basically setting the DC of how many successes you're going to need to come out on top here. So okay. are there any skills you would like to employ during this race in order to, uh, what would you like to do on this let's, this first action? What would you like to do to try and move yourself up in the uh, race order? So uh, within this like 150 feet, I'm getting into the entrance of the tunnel, like in the middle of the pack, kind of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. So we you have to imagine that while their rounds are taking place over six seconds, yours is more like a minute. Right. Gotcha. So we're kind of stretching time for dramatic purposes as these two big things happen at once. So cool. what would you um, like to do as your first skill check in this skill challenge? Danny's like gunning it, going around the curve. And right as I enter the tunnel where everyone is forced to sort of condense down for that second, I'm going to smack the Anarch Sphere and see what I get. Okay, go ahead and roll your D4. Ooh, four. Uh, four is, it's actually on your Parasper oh. or the uh, statue oh, of your bike. Yeah. Uh, water. You Ooh. create a wave of water that bursts out from you in a 10-foot radius. Each creature of your choice in that area takes 2d6 cold damage and must succeed on a strength save against your spell DC or be pushed 10 feet away and fall prone. Now, prone is really, really good. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and roll. This is, uh, this is great. Uh, this is gonna get you, um, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and roll. I'm gonna say that knocking people prone is good enough to count as two successes. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go ahead and mark down one cool. success for just just rolling uh, just rolling that because theoretically you're gonna you know knock some people. Pile but up. let's go ahead and roll strength save. Um, my uh, DC is roll, seventeen. Seventeen. I'm just gonna roll the static plus uh, two here. So I'll actually roll that in front of the chat. Roll one d twenty plus two. Just assume that all these vehicles are on average a little stronger than a normal guy. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a fifteen. Fail. You yeah. watch as uh, the first of all, the mummy isn't in the front, but he's like way ahead of you at this point. Okay. Um, he's the only one but <laughs> as you go, you see people all like you know, uh, people start to condense down. And as there's that like split second where everyone gets close together before you go into the tunnel and can kind of spread out by going up and down the walls, and you just fucking like Mario Kart, uh, shake uh, the remote at the right second, <laughs> like pow, yeah, whatever thing, uh, fucking like knocks these guys out, and a bunch of people go spinning out of control. Bump um, noises. And uh, yeah, so that's two successes to zero failures. You do it okay back there, Roy. Uh, uh, what is uh, how how does Roy react when all this is going on? Uh, uh, he just like just clinging. Yeah, he just clutches on really tightly. Uh, oh. uh, he goes, "Is this where I die?" 
Not hopefully. <laughs> He's koaling. Fantastic. Um, Roy doesn't have a lot of skills, so he'll go ahead and just make an attack with a produced flame against someone. <laughs> just kick somebody. One of the guys he gets knocked down plus... by the water. It's just like insulting. Yeah, he rolls with like a plus two to this. A plus three, actually. Uh, no. <laughs> you see, he shoots out a flame mm-hmm. and it goes about three feet and just goes <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> oh. So he does not get you any successes on this uh, this match. Uh, I'm not counting. Never happens. I'm not counting Danny as any kind of uh, contested combatant in this combat. So no legendary action from Endelian. Uh, but it's going to be Virla's turn now. All right. Here you go. Uh, you you took the time to set up just such a nice race. You think we can't hold this until afterwards? No. All right. Uh, I'm gonna lightning bolt him at fifth level. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, let me make sure he's got nothing to deal with that. Let's go ahead and make a deck save for him. Please roll big. Four. <laughs> that's a oh, no. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. Alright, so that's, Christ. what is that, 10d6? Oh, I promise yeah. this guy's CR10. We're all level 10. Yeah, but he's got a lot more actions. Oh, uh, Alright, so 33. Oh, 30. oh, yeah, because you have extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, right, you summon forth yeah, Arcane Lightning Bolt and strike him right through. Um, immediately, some of the fun goes from him. He grits his teeth, uh, and he's going to use his... Uh, uh, he's got fresh legendary actions. He's going to make an attack against you, Virla. All right. Uh, fuck me. Uh, Finbar, you're up. I feel uh, kind of bad. Uh, I, do. I feel bad. <laughs> Uh, I rolled above a 9 or a ten. No, I rolled a 10 on the first attack I'm rolled above a 10 There's 50% chance, you know There's still time for him to run Get you next time There's still time for him to run Level up a little bit No, he's smart New tricks Ones that actually work He's not going anywhere Uh, Finbar's gonna be like "Mm, Get over here And I'm gonna do a quick vine whip Okay, try to hit one read of Scorpion's line From Mortal Kombat Uh, (laughs) Get over here 16 plus uh, (laughs) Um, Mm. 25 to hit uh, yeah, 25 is gonna here. hit. Cool. Stop uh, this is 2d6. Uh, uh, that is 7. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna pull him 15 feet closer to me. Okay. Yeah, it's all the way. Uh, is it 15? Uh, it might be 10. Uh, it's 10 feet closer uh, to me. It is, even so, it's all the way. Okay. Um, and then mm-hmm. I will sort of go around this way. Actually, no, I, I don't even need to move. Um, and then I'm gonna need him to make a strength saving throw. Uh, DC... Uh, what's a, a 17? Probably should give him legendary resistances if I gave him legendary actions, but you know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was expecting it, honestly. Actually, does my elemental adept negate re- resistance to lightning? No, that's not resistance. You take half damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's different gotcha. than resistance. Understood. Um, otherwise, that would be crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He does yeah, He does roll, an, he does roll a 19 on his strength save. Cool. I will use my woe uh, to ma- minus a d6 from this. Um, okay. Uh, that's a six. Okay. He rolls a 13, I guess. Cool. I get to move him 15 feet in a direction that I choose, and I'm going to send him right back towards Kiana. It's like, mm-mm, yeah. you're not going anywhere. Okay. So, is that an opportunity attack for me? <laughs> uh, it's forced movement, so it is not. Uh, Understood. Uh, uh, sweet. That was my take... action. Yes. Um, and oh, you got a bonus action, too. I could have a bonus action. Uh, nobody's As things. A treat. 
Nobody's been hit, uh, but I will go invisible. I'll use my hidden step, and I'll be invisible. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Uh, he's going to make a legendary action, take a legendary action to make an attack against Kiana. Happy ah. bro. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Kiana. Yeah. Nineteen to hit. Nineteen will hit. Okay. Uh. Oh, rolled okay on the dice. Eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And 25 points of psychic down to 12. Thank goodness for resistances. Because you resisted, exactly. Oh, baby. Uh, uh, then it's your turn. Well, that's stung. Hmm. Let's see. Where is he at right now? So he got relocated, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, he's been pushed around. He should be right next to you now. My map has not updated. Thanks, Roll20. <laughs> really putting in the work today. It's doing its best. <laughs> it's not loading at all. <sighs> uh, you're within five feet of him, so there's Great. no way for you to get flanking advantage because he's not next to anyone else. <sighs> guess I'll just smack him. May as well. <laughs> it's fine, so defeated. I guess. Well, it's like, I could like rage. And that might help a little bit, but most of the damage he does is psychic, which I already resist and rage doesn't help with. And I could like bonus action dodge. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just start with the attack action. Why okay. not? Go ahead. Just sorry rematch. Just like, eh, I don't have the energy to be angry <laughs> well, about it's this. Like, when he hits, it's not good, but you know. Yeah. yeah. That's, ooh, yeah, that's bad. Uh, that's only a 15 to hit. That will miss. Second attack, giving you another chance, die. I was a fool! <laughs> That's even worse! All right, second attack doesn't work, fine. Uh, you, there's a mo- so you come in and uh, you still obviously have him on the back foot. He doesn't look mm-hmm. good. You guys have done a shit ton of damage to him already. Uh, right. But he does manage to even, uh, you know, even getting pushed around, he finally he gets a he gets an attack on you, and then he parries twice with his blade. And there's that moment after the attack where he comes in close, and he looks at your sword, and he says, "Foolish move, keeping one of the swords. If it's not me, it's just gonna be another one, and then another until they get it back." Oh, it's good to know. I'm gonna try to punch him. <laughs> yeah, punch him. Flurry of blows. <laughs> flurry those blows. Let's flurry them blows. Flurry of blows. All right. Blows. Hopefully this one works. Um. Okay, that's better. Uh, yeah, dirty twenty. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. There we Perfect. go. That'll do, pig. Probably. Okay. Uh, that's nine force damage. Okay. Second attack. Ugh. That is a bad one again. That's only thirteen to hit. That will also miss. Great, but I do uppercut him, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, he says that, and then as you you obviously have two mortal arms holding mm-hmm. the yeah. sword, and then an astral arm just, <laughs> boom, gets him. I forgot my telekinetic reprisal again. Whatever, next uh, time. Steps back, wipes some blood from the lip he just bit. Yep. And he will make his final legendary action attack against Kiana. Yay. That's Come on. Chance. Natural two. All right. Aww. Here we go. Next time, telekinetic reprisal. I promise I'll uh, remember you next time. <laughs> he will uh, see if he gets his uh, step back. He does. Uh-oh. I can roll high in a d6. So watch out. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to go five feet, and he's going to attack. He's going to attack uh, your your wizard boy again. 
No! He's determined. Okay, there we go. That is a 22 to hit, I believe. Shield. Shield? Oh, buddy. That's still within shield range. Yes! <laughs> I'll use my reaction to cast shield. That's awesome. Act, so no, act, no, no, actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to take it. I would rather save my reaction for a counter spell if he's going to try and plane shift out. Psychic damage. Okay. You don't resist psychic. Fine. It's fine. Okay, so Virla, you take... Uh, not good on the dice that time. You take four points of slashing damage. Okay. And... 25 points of psychic damage. All right, and the second reason why I did this, Wrath of the Storm, when a creature within five feet that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction. Oh no, it's still a reaction again. Uh, no, no, do it. No, but it's just 2d8 lightning. And it's still a deck saving throw. He's not very dexterous. I know he's not, but I would rather I would rather save the, the, the reaction. So I'll, I'll take the damage. The reaction economy okay. in this game is crazy. Okay. <laughs> oh, too many reactions so, and not enough reaction uh, so he will attack uh, twice more than against Virla uh, okay shield. if all those hits okay. then I might reconsider shield <laughs> but I want to hold out as much as possible uh, one is going to be a miss one is going to be a 19 <sighs> yeah uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do shield Okay. He already, so he already 19, took me for like half. Yeah. Yeah. 19 is a miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's three attacks. His bonus action, he's going to go 30 feet astral step. He's going to go behind the throne here, and he's going to take uh, half cover, which will give him uh, uh, a plus two to any dexterity saving throws he needs to make. Ooh. All right. And that will end. Let me just make sure that's kosher. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's exactly good. Okay, that will end his turn. Uh, so yeah, finally he spins. You cast shield. He deflects it. And uh, also, you're by the way, Virla, you're uh, you're actually at a good place in the initiative because your reaction comes back at the start of your turn. Oh, true. Oh, I should have I should have done that to begin with. But oh well. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, Danny, you guys continue through made him seem important. a it's narrow, okay. narrow tunnel. This is like a whole minute of this. You're kind of pushing past. You're starting to pass a couple people. Um, you know, uh, especially with that big tidal wave, you, you're doing pretty good. Uh, you guys enter into a cavernous space. It's not quite as big as the place that Asylum is located, but it is uh, still cavernous and weirdly spherical. In fact, as soon as you enter, you kind of notice that there's like, the wind is kind of going in like a circle here. Mm-hmm. It's spinning all around. And uh, there is uh, something else interesting about this room. Uh, this is, everything here has been polished from the wind and the grit has been polished smooth. So the entire chamber is like glass. And as you enter, you see yourself suddenly reflected and refracted Ooh. in a million ways from a million angles uh, as you go over. And it's weird because you're riding on the bike and uh, like it's a bumpy ride, mm-hmm. but from the, f- there's a strange, there's a strangeness about this place, which is to say, as you're riding on the facets, they seem like they're like all over the place because they're reflecting light from like all different weird angles. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
but uh, it's not very bumpy. Like, like mm-hmm. physically, they must be pretty smooth, and yet it kind of looks like the most fat, like, millions of facets. Uh, so it should be bumpy. And the other thing is that you can see, like, weird kind of, like, uh, there's, like, weird reflections. Like, in front of you, you can see, like, reflection of behind you, mm-hmm. and there are a bunch that are just, like, your face really close up. Uh, you can make a, any ability check you would like to here. I will also say that here in the Cavern of the Self, uh, you also have another opportunity. If you would like to make an insight check, there is a risk-reward for staring into the reflection Ooh. for uh, deeply. But that is up to you. I always want to push the that. button. I'll make the insight check. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'd like you to make an insight check, please. Sophia, this is the moment in the Grand Prix where Speed Racer is reflecting on he's everything reflecting that he's learned on, so far. He's racing the ghost of his brother. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll no, be no, clear no, that's that that's is, the, um, This is the culmination of everything at the end. I'll be clear that there is. Uh, this will not be a, uh, a success or a failure uh, for the race. So you're not contributing to the skill challenge here. You're taking a risk to gain something else entirely. Roy can still... Roy's not going to gaze. Roy's going to try to help you in this Cool. Roy's not going to look at his own reflection. Uh, Roy's Roy's <laughs> got his eyes pretty tightly shut and is going to focus on the task. Roy is also. Sweet I don't boy. think it's really fair for me to do like a risk reward with an NPC. <laughs> uh, so, Danny, what is your insight check as you uh, enter into this huge space? And it's like the most cl- it's loud, but it's the most clear it's been. The dust here is like mm-hmm. died down, so you can actually see and you stare into all these reflections mm-hmm. of your face. Uh, natural eighteen plus three to bring it up to twenty-one. Um, Hell yeah. I'm gonna use my reaction to mm-hmm. add four to that with my very special flash of genius. So that brings you to 25. a total of 25. 25 is the DC for this insight check. <sighs> there we go. And uh, since you uh, succeeded, you do not gain a new flaw. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> Another? Since you succeeded, I will give you a choice. You may either gain the ability to uh, uh, better look within yourself or to better look within other people. Which Mm. would Danny like? The drama. I'm going to go with within myself. (gasps) Oh. Danny, what is your charisma score? Uh, 12. 12. Your charisma score is now a 14. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> uh, that is a that is a permanent uh, change. Charisma is the introspection stat? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you don't get a new flaw, which is a shame, because the flaws are fun. Anyway, Roy is going to roll to see if he can't, like... Uh, kind of get this, kick this engine into gear, basically. He's gonna, like, kind of lean back and basically fiddle with the exhaust to see if mm-hmm. he can't uh, make it. Basically, make it. he's making a tools to check, like... which is something he's actually, like, proficient in, so. Uh. Uh. <sighs> gonna have to go to the table on this one, uh, folks. It was not a hot roll. Sometimes oh, you roll, boy. sometimes you roll so high, you go, ah, no, no worries. And sometimes you roll so low, you go, ah, no worries, but uh, sometimes it's uh... Oh, man. Okay, so his uh, proficiency um, doubled. No, straight. His proficiency straight is plus two. 
uh, and his intelligence is plus two, which makes this four, which makes this ten. So uh, Roy, uh, neither Roy doesn't get a lot going on here. As such, you neither gain uh, speed in this race, but you don't lose any either. Yeah, Danny like stares into herself to gain. Fucking charisma <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's crazy, but I thought, what the hell? Danny doesn't have good wisdom. <laughs> I imagine that no way. You needed an 18. There was a there was a 15 chance. You needed an 18, 19, or 20 plus your. Thing. She just comes out yassified. <laughs> she comes out yassified. Fearla, uh, we cut back oh, into I here, and Delian takes cover, like kind of crouches down behind this chair. Oh. Buddy. Bonus action, I'm gonna move Bing so that he's within line of sight of Intellion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know about that. Yeah. How far can you move Bing? Because he's still behind chairs and he's a 30, small 30 ball. feet. So I can move him up to here? Uh, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll say that there's no cover there. Alright, lightning bolt from Bing. I don't, so I, I think then... It ignores the half cover. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it at another fifth level. What do I have to do here? <laughs> or what uh, else do I have to do? He with needs to level? roll a, a dexterity saving throw. I hope that he doesn't yeah. fail it. Uh, eight. Yeah, fails. Uh, all right, another another ten d six. Thirty-eight. Jesus Christ. Takes thirty-eight points of lightning damage. Uh, he's starting to look pretty fried now. Uh, you are at somewhat of a disadvantage this time around because we have no reason to keep you alive. Alright. Uh, go ahead and make me an intimidation check just for shits and gigs. It'd be nice okay. if you had two extra charisma points on that, wouldn't it? <laughs> it really would be. <laughs> yeah. It put him up to a zero That's if that were the Where case. Is... I'm looking at the wrong thing. There we go. Uh, Eleven. Um, oh. <laughs> um... He looks at you, he goes, but I guess I'm going to have to be more prepared next time. He's going to use three legendary actions at the end of your turn to cast Dimension Door. <laughs> okay. Uh, but your reaction has reset, because it's the end of but your I turn. Can, but he's going to do it three times? No, his, he uses all three legendary actions to cast one spell. Oh, okay. But, it's yeah, very absolutely. costly for him to cast a spell not on his turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my and my reaction resets, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah reaction did reset. Counterspell, uh, fourth level. Fourth level, yeah. you know Dimension Door, I'll say that it's totally reasonable to understand what spell he's casting. Um, yeah. Make another inti uh, intimidation check, this time I advantage. <laughs> okay. Good, because that first one was a four. Second one was a 14. 12. <laughs> 12? Oh god, I forgot about the minus two. Uh, you think this he kind of gives you a time, look buddy? like he's not out of tricks yet. Thin bar. Right, uh, okay. I would have been too much to ask for one natural 20. We'll do the exact same thing. Um, as uh, last turn, I will move over uh, to over here this time around. Uh, can I get line of sight? Uh, uh, yeah, you have line of sight. All those chairs are big stone chairs. So I'm counting all of those as half cover for anyone who's, so right now he's got half cover. Okay. That's just a plus two to his AC. Um, fine. Yeah, why not? Uh, once again, um, another uh, a thorn whip uh, coming at him. Okay, go ahead and roll. Here we go. Uh, okay, that's a natural 19. Um, uh, fuck cover, man. Yeah. 
And it's double sixes. Uh, piercing. Okay. Takes 12 points. 12 points of piercing damage. Cool. And I'm gonna pull him 10 feet closer to me. Okay. I believe it's 10 feet, right? Yes, 10 feet closer. And then uh, once again, I need him to make that strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, that is uh, pretty good. 17. Uh, that is strength, it's an 18. 18, uh, I'm going to use my, my woe on this. Yes. Uh, okay. Whoa. Yes. Cosmic woe as. Okay. Whoa. Uh, two? Is that... Two damage? Uh, no, no. Uh, two minus two to the saving throw. Oh, which brings him from, uh, what did I say? Uh, an 18 down to a 16. Oh, yeah. The, that's Whoa. a failure. Uh, and I get to move him 15 feet in a uh, direction of my choice. Um, so that's okay. right back in front of Kiana. Says, uh. <laughs> okay. Is it 15? It's exactly 15 feet? It's 15, up to 15 feet horizontally in a direction of your choice. Okay. Which way would you like him to go? Straight down. Like two? There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, and what is moving that? That's your fairies? Yes. So this is my pixies. Yeah, this is my pixies. Um, and I said, like I said, I'm not the one you got to be worried about. And I will move into flanking. And I will look <laughs> yeah, at you Kiana. Say, you're not the one you have to be worried about. And then he looks over his shoulder at Kiana. Oh God! I had so okay. <laughs> I can still miss. <laughs> you can still You're miss. Out of legendary actions, friend. He is out of legendary actions. Okay, Kiana. Oof. Go oh, ahead boy. and roll. I feel a little bad. Okay, attack number one. Well, you could always knock him unconscious if you want. Ah, Finbar said You did. You did just find out that only someone from the astral sea might know uh, about Oleron Way. He was the and one. And he's the like, one who told you about the name of the yeah. first place. Uh, and but, also, hey, we're, don't let that, don't let that stop. Don't let that stop. Think about this: if we kill the owner, if we kill the the, the organizer of the race, Danny, even if she, if she wins, won't get the prize, and she'll be even more mad. No, at no, us. no. Oh, Virla's in team. Let's not kill him. <laughs> this is a surprise twist. Then wait, wait. Uh, I mean, he killed the like, no, he killed the owner of the, of the race, so he became the owner of the race. If we kill the owner of the current race, we become the owner of this race. <laughs> we can give but out the prize. But we have to figure out. But we don't know what the prize is. No. All right, first attack. I'm I'm team. Keep him alive just enough to get enough information out of him and then kill him. All right. Which was kind of technically hit? the original plan, but we'll be more. A careful sixteen will not hit. Okay, good. Second attack. That's better. Twenty-eight. That, that's gonna hit. Thank you. Okay, that is 16 points of slashing damage. Does the silver okay. sword do psychic damage as well, or just, no? Nope. It's just regular slashing. Just regular okay. old slashing. Oh yeah, it just makes me immune to being charmed, resistance to psychic damage again. It's fine, okay. It's also got a plus three bonus, which is the highest that a weapon could possibly be. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's good. It's the most honed a weapon in the universe could be. Sorry, okay. multiverse. Uh, bonus action, flurry of blows. Just okay. punches this time. Okay, two punches. Yeah. <laughs> That's another 28. There we go. Uh, okay. Eight points of force damage. Fourth okay. attack. Um, 21? Oh, 21 will hit. Okay. There's no way he's still up. 10 points of force damage. 
you watch as his turn is about to come up. He used Dimension Door as a bait-out for Veerless Counterspell, mm. knowing he could do it, and attempts to cast Plane Shift to escape. At the start of his fight, uh, at the start of Kiana's turn, he had max. So at this combat, he had maximum hit points at 200. At the start of his final turn against Kiana, or it's Kiana's final turn, uh, he had 15 hit points left. <laughs> With a combined combined damage of 18. <sighs> Kiana, Hell what do you yeah. do to Adelian? Hell yeah. Oh, I don't wanna. As you see, he begins to escape. You notice the, the vibration begin on him, that classic, like, vibrate out, collapse inward when someone casts plane ship. Mm-hmm. As he begins to escape. Man, he didn't even get a chance to use the uh, fucking uh, bands of Bellara. That's uh, what, I, that's, I want him alive. I want, I want to get okay, those back. I, you know what? I think at bare minimum, there's a little voice in my head that's like, if anyone should kill him, it's Virla. And I turn it into a punch. Uh, so the at claws the go minute, in. As a black minute, uh, Okay, claws come in as at the last minute. No, the claws minute, go in, so like they were out, and then it turns into gotcha, a punch. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, at the last minute, the claws retract. It becomes just a awesome. solid fist, uh, and doof, across the chin, he goes down like a ton of bricks. <laughs> Kiana, that ends your turn. Oof. Second silver sword. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one sword. This is a silver one yes. sword, so it's not <sighs> as it, this. Would, this would only be less damage. But could she have uh, an actual arm holding one sword and then the regular Kiana. arms holding the other sword so that she is doing a two-sword technique unique to Kiana. Yeah, go full Kali on this. Kiana becomes the General Grievous of the Planescape, mm-hmm. where she just collects <laughs> swords from Fel Githyanki. General Kenobi. It's pretty... That's Oh, God. The, the, right. the thought of that is pretty convincing. Anyway, Kiana, villain arc. it is your turn. Uh, we have been racing here. Uh, actually... I meant to do this at the beginning, as now, you know, there's it's less, it's more open. Uh, your success in increasing the speed of your bike also grants you uh, another success. Forgive me. Uh, the good. hamsters in my brain are running at full tilt. It's all good. <laughs> We're all this, in this now. <laughs> now, this does put you at three successes. Okay. Which is good. But because you started so late in the pack, three successes would, uh, it does not put you in first here. We are starting to enter, think of we've gone around corner two. Mm-hmm. This is basically going around corner three. We're like basically three quarters of the way through this race. And uh, it's at this point that Austin thought they'd fight in a deli and it'd still be going on. Uh, you go down a, there's like, not a, uh, it, the, the floor begins to slope downwards, which is kind of weird mm-hmm. because there's gravity is subjective, but to you it seems to go downwards. And there's definitely the sense that everyone else gets that too, because it, it's going into a corkscrew. Like, there is a weird, like, kind of a narrow again, corkscrew going around. Um, really I would idea. love for you to, however you, whatever kind of check you would like to make, uh, you can make it here. If you don't try to balance, Roy is going to attempt to balance the bike, but you can do anything you would like. The world's your oyster. So it's a big kind of open area that's, and it's like a big bowl, basically, and then there's a corkscrew kind of part at the bottom that we're going into. Yeah, you were basically inside of a big crystal ball, and then you guys all funneled down into a corkscrew, and at first, it seemed kind of like a normal turn, but now as it's going, like, you're starting to feel the inertia build up as, like, remember, gravity is subjective, so you're being pushed into your bike. 
as you go around uh, this thing. So you're just be like dragged down. I think having just stared into herself doing some introspection, Danny spent the last few days kind of like wrestling with what it is that she actually wants. She spent her whole life only trying to survive, failed. And when she stared into her reflection, she realized with the new two charisma points <laughs> that it doesn't really matter if she can, can't verbalize what it is that she really wants because she has the tools to find that out. And tools are really all that Danny's ever needed. So, although her mind's been on fire all day, she got this new clarity. She sets aside all of the rage and confusion and fear. And because he's got one lap, and all that matters is winning the race, she's gonna stick her heel down and use the jump function of the bike to try and jump into the center of the corkscrew and just fly over everyone if I can just sort of like leap off the side and hope that falling works. Is that not violating race rules? It said he had to go around the track, I didn't say. Uh, I'll allow it, I'll allow okay. it. Okay, so this is- <laughs> But watch yourself. I want you to make, you haven't made one yet, I uh -huh. want you to make a vehicle handling check. Sure you thing. do have proficiency, it's a, it's a dexterity check, plus your proficiency bonus. So that's a plus this six. This is difficult. I'm going to call it DC 18. It's a plus six. I rolled a 13. Brings it to 19. That's a 19. That's a success. Mm -hmm. Danny kicks off bike. That's four successes. <laughs> Hold on. You Roy. are starting to get. Roy. Roy is going to make. <laughs> <laughs> Can Roy's check be to Roy hold is on instinctively going to throw his body to the other side as you hit the ground to try and counterbalance. He's going to make. You know what? We'll let him roll strength here. It's got a plus one instead of a plus nothing. Oh. He's gonna roll. He's gonna try to pull the bike into place. But we'll let him roll. Betty wishes he had that here. functional muscle now. I did uh, also hit he him. He rolls. Yeah. Okay. He rolls an eighteen. That's high hey! enough. There you go. He rolls a success. Woo! Woo! That's five successes. Uh, I will let you know for the purposes of drama that you get one more success will put you in the leader of the pack. Right now, you come up. You are behind. Uh, the, just the, the mummy and the fucking gnome monstrosity thing is also there in front of you, like clawing its way. But the the mummy is in first place. Uh, uh, Amun the Ancient is in first place, and you are catching up to him. Just f uh, flame. It seems like he kind of stepped up his game because this horse is literally and figuratively on fire. Mm. <laughs> All right. Is the horse roided out. What's happening? <laughs> uh, Someone had a really bad yeah. dream. You know, horse roids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Danny is fantastic. All in the race. Uh, so again, the race is happening over a couple minutes. So now I would like, we're gonna go ahead and assume that there is uh, a one to two minutes of Endelian being down before mm -hmm. we cut back to Danny racing. So if there's anything the three of y'all would like to do. Okay. Damn, he literally, point, if you had rolled three damage less on your <laughs> yeah. final attacks, he would have like easy would have three damage less. He would have been gone. Uh, I have to, I have to hugely commend you guys for uh, some good rolls and uh, some good strategy. Thanks. What would you guys like to do? You put Roy in harm's way so that one more per body could be in this room. So. <laughs> True. Uh, I'm going to uh, leave uh, uh, I'm going to go over to the door and knock on the inside of it. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Uh, 
that stone knocks. Uh, you get the sense that probably no one heard it because outside is a torrent of wind. Oh. They don't. I don't think they know that Intellion is has beef with us, and so yeah, it's if been anyone eighteen to, seconds. Yeah, but they locked anyone, the door. Let me just tie him up first. I'm oh, gonna okay, tie him right. up. I'm cool, going to. I'm gonna be very, very thorough about like I might. I'm. I'm kind of thinking I would go so far as to like tie like index fingers together, middle fingers <laughs> together, ring fingers. You know, like yeah. to to completely eliminate the somatic part. I'm gonna loot him to make sure that any material components are missing. Uh, as well as get my fucking Iron Bands of Bolaro back. Oh, and I'm gonna yeah. gag his mouth. Make an investigation check. Following that, make a um, survival check for your knots. Uh, can I Fair use enough. the help action to help him with his knots? Go ahead and use the help action on those knots. Oh no, that's not great. Uh, that's a 2 plus 8, 10. <laughs> uh, can't find the Iron Bands of Bolaro. Um, okay. Probably does. I assume him. you guys have rope easily enough. Yeah. Uh, go yeah, ahead and make rope. that survival check at advantage. Could I tell Finbar to do it and so that he would do you <laughs> would do it instead of me? I could do it, yeah for sure. Uh also <laughs> do you wanna he he can do it. Um uh a, a quick note, uh go ahead and make an actually make a make an arcana check for me, Noir. Okay. Another fucking eleven. Alright, nineteen. Uh, 19, uh, you would know that, um, psionics, he requires no components to cast spells. Okay. He just yeah. does them. So, yeah, I mean, I figured. I just, so if you, if you really want to, tying him up, uh, go ahead and, and just roll for the hell of it. Um, but, uh, so Finbar, go ahead and make your roll, but you would know that tying his hands together isn't going to prevent him from casting oh, spells. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you were just talking about material components. You're talking no, about, like, yeah. just, requiring no spell components. Things. Yeah. Yeah. He just not even he's psionic. So he just does it. While they're doing that, uh, is the arrangement. Theoretically, this actually also makes him in, in, uh, immune to counterspell. Because he does not trigger, but uh, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna. It's it's a it's a gray area on the rules. So we're gonna go we're gonna go with you can counterspell him, but he tying him up is not gonna prevent him from casting spells. I see. Right. All right. Uh, is the arrangement of the room such that you can see out the glass window mm-hmm. at like yep. the core? Well, like okay, but like so we can see presumably some of the course. Uh, but like, can mm-hmm. I also like see, you know, whoever locked the door <laughs> or like? No, no. So it's looking out Damn. onto the stadium and the course. Uh, no. By the way, the glass is like rattling back and forth, and it's of course. <laughs> Ugh. All right, I'll figure out a way to get through this door eventually. Mm. Uh, you're, th- you're thinking you could probably beat it down pretty easily. Yeah, the I idea. guess I'll just go to punch it. Uh, but okay. if, if Virla wants time alone with Endelian first, well, I was gonna I'll... say figure out what your Endelian plan no, is. Probably. Uh, this just this place feels like it's pretty chill about people overthrowing its ruler. I'm just saying, like. I mean, I'll... Kiana, do you want to try and press him for any more information about what an Olaranway is? Oh, I'm so bad at pressing people for information. Um. I mean, I'll nah, be here this time. Odds are good he'll just lie about it anyway. It's fine. I'll figure it out. Yeah, but you'll know. Okay. Counter, counter argument. Yep. Yes. Uh, we let him go, and we just keep finding him in progressively worse and worse situations until eventually, like, he's, like, at the bottom of the gutter. The only thing he has left to his name is the, for, like, inexplicable hatred for us. It's not inexplicable. I know why he hates us. It's very explicable. Uh, I just kind of like the idea of Endelian being our team rock. <laughs> <laughs> Virla, 
I need you to promise me that this will not motivate you to let him go again. <laughs> I'm not going to let him go. If there's really nothing... Look, uh, I've been trying to kind of mitigate my more uh, fiery intentions when it comes to people who have wronged me. Um, it's, D Danny dying was kind of a big reason why I had why I had to be okay with letting Dexter go, as opposed to hunting him down and killing him. I'm trying to apply the same thing to Indelian. I mean, he's in a worse place than we are at this point. We, we did the thing that we were trying. Well, I did the thing that I was trying to do, and from what Indelian was saying, he's been kind of cast out from his, you know, tribe. Well, he could. It could be that we caught him at a bad time, but I'm feeling pretty good that we can take him in any others if he were to come back. Uh, we can kill him, though. I, the way I, I see it is, is no loose ends. Okay. I'll promise Danny that much, right? We don't want of a course. lot of our stuff oh, coming right. back on ours, coming back to haunt us. And sure, they can send other gifts, but they don't know us they haven't fought us so we have the advantage of regardless okay. of who they send and Delian knows our face knows our shit all right we will grant him a warrior's death then kiana you will wait until he's conscious just enough to let see him kill us see us kill him and then he dies Fearful i can't not do it a warrior's death <laughs> what he, nope. he looks as... that's a technicality I... it's not a warrior's death <laughs> i thrive on technicalities kiana i know you thrive <laughs> on technical look i have no horse in this race okay I, okay, Danny's here's all the, the way rub. out there. Here's the rub. I can't kill him because it might proc the devil's contract that I had that I keep putting off explaining to you all. Well, then Finbar could kill him. Finbar, you can kill him. Look, I. The only reason. I don't know what he knows about uh, Oloranways. I don't. But all he can give me is hints and information, and it might not even be true. I want to find other people like me, I don't want to hear about them. So he can't help me. So I'm going to go figure out how to get through this door and talk to somebody about what the prize of this race should look like and how much gold I should put in it. And you guys can figure out what to do with this guy. Okay. <laughs> because Keanu is taking the over the administration of the race. <laughs> this is not Finbar, the career okay trajectory I expected. I just, I don't want to, look, killing somebody in combat is one thing. Yep. Sitting there and discussing how to execute a defeated prisoner is not something I like thinking about, so I'm just not gonna... <sighs> well... Last time I not... dealt with this guy, I had to go to a pretty dark place and I don't want to do it again. It's not a very palatable idea, I agree, but I would rather do that than, I don't know, let him get up and then we fight him again. It's I wasn't not suggesting ideal. that either. Yeah. Alright. I'm dealing uh, with the door. You Let's do, do that. something ethical. Finbar, right. are you okay with killing him? Yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Um, I'm going to, Finbar's going to lean. Um, I, I imagine in, in Delian's on the floor, he's going to sort of lean over it as if he's a fresh kill. He's going to put his hand on the um, symbol of Sylvanas. says, either friend or foe, hunter or quarry. Let him have a peaceful death. And I'll take out a small hunter's knife, make it the right decision necessary to put him Two things. Rest. Uh, I fully understand the sterility of how we're discussing this. This isn't just me being a robot. I, I want to <laughs> say that I, I fully understand this. Second of all, was it really the best idea instead of a technical warrior's death into treating him like game? I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Web, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> and I mean, Virla, uh, feel free to, you know, uh, there's time slows down here. The event has not happened. If anyone wishes to say or do something, as you see what Finbar's gonna, like, put this dude no, down. No, 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 like, I, I, it's happening. I, I don't see Hunter I, or Game as either superior or inferior. They're all equal enough. under the eyes like. of... Uh, Virla is saying that after the fact, because, like, I think we've... we've, we've we probably should have just Kiana probably should have just killed him, like right from the get, because right now we did is, wait. we're like in a weird spot. We did wait a little too. Yeah, we did decision. we did yeah. wait was kind of the mistake yeah. in the first place. It's all right. Um Yeah, so Yeah, no. Clean. Uh, put a tarp over it if I if there's any uh, yeah. there's there nothing really loose up, in guys. and around here. <laughs> Uh, but you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Confronting the reality of what we do as adventurers every day is a little bit upsetting. One less loose uh. end. Uh, and then uh, I will hand Kiana the um, spyglass. Uh, how's Danny doing? Oh, uh, yeah. Good we're question. Gonna, speaking of, we're going to cut to Danny. Danny. Yeah. You enter a cavern. There is like stalag tight stalagmites here. The wind is whistling around them. In fact, it's going at such speed you can practically see like in a jet engine. Like if you ever see like the, you know, cars in the wind tunnel kind of thing, you can kind of see like where the wind is like splitting across. There's so much air being forced through this tunnel with so many things in the way. It's almost whistling. Like there's, you know, sound, uh, like a melody being played through the different combination of uh, spires that go up and down that are be the wind is splitting around. Um, uh, we're entering the final turn. If there's any ability check you would like to make. No, we're the time. So ahead of me is the mummy and the dwarves? Uh, the gnomes, yes. Gnomes, yes. And remind Don't me... say that to their face. <laughs> and then we're in a cave full of like stalagmites and stalactites and whatnot. You're in a cave full of stalagmites, stalactites at the wazoo. I want to beat the mummy in honorable combat, but the gnomes are sort of just in the way. Could I one of us has to. cast shatter on one of the stalagmites or stalactites in front of the gnomes to try and yeah. make it come I'm gonna crashing say, down? Uh, I'm going to have them make a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC. Okay. I know it's usually con, but the way you're using this sounds like you're making a, a hazard. So, what's your spell save? It's a uh, 17. 17? So we're going to go ahead and roll. Uh, they actually... Fantastic! They're actually pretty good at this because their whole bike thing is feet, right? So yeah. they're actually pretty good, but like, not like Kiana good, like, oh, like be- better than a tank good. Uh, but a natural ten is not gonna be. They don't have a plus seven. Uh, you, uh, we're gonna go ahead and mark that as a success. They spin out, and you become, you start to, you pull up neck and neck with a moon. Uh, he looks over, nods. It is at this point, you're coming to the exit of this tunnel from the map, you know that around the corner is the end. It is at this point that you see up ahead uh, what is the final big pillar, really. It's a stalagmite and a stalactite that have have come so close that they're they're touching, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, As you see this giant pillar that's in the way before your final exit, uh, you start to see movement crawling down. As you approach, you see crawling from the top of this like 60 foot tall cavern these human size a little bit bigger than human size shapes inhumanly crawling down the pull, the pillar and as 
your, you know, dark vision gets close enough to start to see them. You see what look like these giant frogs, claws on their hands, spines on their back, mouths open, rows of teeth, begin to jump off at you and the mummy. Uh, You were looking for them. You were looking for them. Initiative as oh we uh, enter combat against the Slod. Oh. That's not okay. rough. So, okay. It's a dirty 20 on initiative. At advantage? Uh, fantastic. Oh, at advantage? Yeah, still concentrating Oh, right, yeah. Fimbar yeah. still has... Dirty 20 was a better one. His, what do you call it? Mm-hmm. Um, 20 initiative. Uh, fantastic. So I'm going to go ahead and move you guys actually back a little bit. Moon is right here. We're just going to give him and his mount the exact same initiative to help with my sanity. This is Roy. Say hi to Roy. He's a silhouette. Roy. We're going to get it. Uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and move we'll it. We're going to move down. We're going to go ahead and put a moon in there. We're going to put Roy in there. And we're going to go ahead and add the slot at this point. <laughs> uh, Danny your shades Ryan. of red. See two slot, two red slot, and a green slot. So you're saying this was two and two uh-huh. that you were expecting? Uh-huh. Our fight mm. went a little smoother than you wanted. Danny's uh, fight. <laughs> this might be a little rough. It's just a little rough. Uh, so Roy comes in at a nine, but he's on your bike, luckily. Uh, it's a dirt twenty for you. Uh, green rolls a sixteen, and red rolls. A uh, 21. So red is actually going to go first. Fantastic. So this combat now, time for compresses back down. And we are going to uh, start with the red slot. They have a speed of regular old 30. So let's see what they can do. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, it will dash up right in front. Actually, right here because. Uh, they're not very smart, but they're they're not dumb enough to get run over. 15, 20, uh, this one will dash as well and get right up next to the mummy. And that is both of their turns. Danny, what would you like to do? This thing barrels down at you like on all fours and then it rears up. It's got like little legs, so it's like running with the arms kind of out for balance. Um, and yeah, from what you can see, there's like a big hole in the ceiling and they seem to be orcs in uh, Moria, like crawling down that. This is just, this is just like the beginning, the first ones. Just got it, just get out of there. Turn to look at the moon. <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. Ziggy's uh, the horse. See you at the finish line. And I'm going to reach out and cast a uh, fireball. Um, okay. Centered. It's got a 20 foot radius. Let me just check it's, something. It's huge. It. Who do you want to hit? Uh, ideally, the red slot right on me. And then anyone else I can get would be great. But I don't know if I can get anyone else. Uh, you can also get the other red slot if you want to hit uh, the uh, a moon and his nightmare. Yeah. His nightmare, probably immune to fire. A moon, probably not so much. Well, I don't want to hit a moon. Okay, so just one slot then, and uh, that's uh, totally groovy. So we'll go ahead and roll the dexterity save. Shockingly, big fat interdimensional toad demons, not so much for the dexterity. Uh-huh. Uh, he rolls a 14. 
but he is resistant to fire. Oh, excuse me, he has advantage on saving throws against magic. He rolls a 21, and he's resistant. That'll so save, but he does still damage. take, yeah, and it's um, 9d6, or no, 8d6 and a d8 because of my... Yes. Arcane uh, firearm. Ooh. Or Brony Don't forget that. Yeah. You're good. You're good. I got gotcha. you. Find my d6s. Uh, Thirty-eight points of fire damage, and then you would reduce. Right, sweet. So that's down to nineteen. Down mm-hmm. to uh, nine. Mm-hmm. So he takes nine points of fire damage. Cool. Um. Uh, he's still up. Do I have any bonus? No way. Do I think he would hit Roy if I didn't disengage and just gunned it past him? Like, do uh, I have any? He's gonna hit something. He's gonna hit something. He's gonna, he, uh, He's a creature of innate chaos. Whether he's gonna hit you or the bike or Roy is um, anyone's guess. Could I like put a foot down and try and pivot turn so that me and the bike are in front as we go around him? Uh, I'm gonna say use your movement. To do that. Oh, well, okay. So, are you, you're planning on using your movement? Yes, the 150 that the bike goes. Gotcha. Which I think gets me oh, at my goodness. at the mouth I mean, of the cave. I'm gonna be a bit of a, a hard ass with an asterisk, which is to say, using that's, you're, you're asking to, the mechanical benefit basically of disengaging. Uh, you're using, you're, or you're making an ability check. Either mm-hmm. way, those are actions. If you want to, because I know you just thought of this if you want to recall your fireball and instead you have your turn be one of those things, uh, I would allow that. But, um, yeah. But it's you, you, just on a movement, you're not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. By the way, for the don't worry about uh, people catching up to you because remember the race takes place over minutes. This is going to take place over a couple seconds, so you're you're not in any danger of people catching up to you. Um, so don't let that be any influence. Right. I'm not too worried about that. I think it's more keeping Roy out of harm's way. I think I'm going to take the risk to not disengage. Okay. I don't want to take the fireball back because that feels disingenuous. Because if, if it had killed him outright, it wouldn't have I wouldn't changed anything. Um, Fair enough. i try and just gun it uh, to the exit. Okay. Uh, this is an opportunity attack. He's going to make it randomly because he's a creature of, of neutral chaos. So I would love for you to roll me a d6. On a 1-2, he's going to attack Danny. On a 3-4, he's going to attack the bike. On a 5-6, he's going to attack Roy. One. He's going to attack Danny. He reaches out and uh, he's going to make his opportunity check and he's going to make it a... Uh, grapple. I would love for you to make a contested athletics or acrobatics check. Yep, no problem. Can do. Okay. Um, I will do. Here we go. Acrobatics. He's gonna go ahead and roll. Uh, sixteen, but I'm gonna use my flash of genius to bring that to twenty. Was that okay. at advantage? Oh, that was not. Oh, yeah. Still a dex uh, check. You still have, yeah, okay. ability. Okay, better. Um, 21. <laughs> there we go. Okay, he only rolls with a plus three on this. So here we go. Did that roll in front of the group? 
That's only a nine. <sighs> okay, fantastic. I feel like it might occur, I'll also point out, it might occur to Danny that the slot gems she's interested in are probably in the slot heads here, but, uh, of, of, you know, reasonable to prioritize the safety of the guy with 15 hit points. Yeah, I think Danny, now enlightened. <laughs> now enlightened, yeah. Uh, I don't think Danny wants to lose any more friends to hijinks, so her priority, even as much as fun as it would be to um, sticks proof the ship. She, wants, she cares more about keeping Roy out of combat than getting the head of the slot. Okay. Skin so go ahead and uh, go ahead and move your 150 feet. You want to just do some math real quick? <laughs> You're gonna be able to get really fucking far. Get it here with <laughs> 80, and then I can get 130. I can get to the mouth of the cave with 130 feet. Okay. Just give the green slot a reasonable 15 foot yep, berth. Yep, you have plenty of space Why? to give it reasonable berth. Uh, I will go ahead and move these other guys to follow you. Man, uh, rolling high on, uh, rolling low on the d6, and then rolling high on the attempt to uh, the, uh, to avoid a grapple was huge. Flash of genius will never. Do Does that end your turn? Uh, yeah, that's everything. <laughs> All right. The green slot is going to cast Fireball at you. God damn it. I would like for you and the bike and Roy to please make dexterity saving throws. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. So the bike, I believe you get to add your proficiency bonus since you're steering it. Um, uh, you could use your reaction to grant it advantage on the save, except that you just used your reaction. So, um, uh, Isn't this you're a going to add deck save. Actually, I don't have decks for the bike. So you make a deck save for yourself, then make a deck save for the bike uh, but, with proficiency, okay. and then Roy's going to make one. I'm at advantage because of the yes. No, no, no. That's just for ability checks. That's ability oh, checks. Oh, okay. So you roll straight, and then roll straight. Um, do you already? Uh, no, you don't have proficiency. Roll straight and add your proficiency for the bike. Mm-hmm. So, what did Danny get? Uh, Danny got a 15 plus deck save 3, so 18. Danny succeeds. Okay. And the bike. Please make one for the bike, and you can add your uh, proficiency bonus, so plus 4 to this. Cool, cool, cool. The bike gets a 22. Nice. Natural 18. Bike succeeds. Plus 4. Roy, come rolling on, straight, Roy, come on, Roy. Oh my God, so and adding and adding zero, rolls a twelve, which is the DC against Fireball from this creature. Holy, so, holy, okay. I'm going to roll eight d six. Don't you guys resist like, fire? You guys do resist out. fire. Yeah, resist this it. is how so this quarter. is how you keep the stakes up at such if high levels. If he goes unconscious, just he's gonna fall off the fucking <laughs> a squishy boy. Five. Plus eight is thirteen. I really bad on that one. Plus uh, three is sixteen. This is the last two d eight. Plus eight. Why is it d eight? Is fireballs d six? Oh, really? D six is it's. Well, wait. What am I? Fireballs eight d. It's like eight d six. Yes, I'm rolling two d six at a time. 
I'm only 2d6. Oh, sorry, you said d8, so, so I thought yeah. <laughs> Oh, did I? No, I'm sorry. I promised they were d6. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, so okay. what did I say? That was 24. Six. So the total is 24. Okay. And it reduces to 12 because you both resist fire damage. But he also... So you both succeed, succeed, which reduces 24 succeed. to 12. And then reduce and then again because... you both reduce it down to 6. Which eats <sighs> through his temporary five. hit points. And one... Uh, the bike is at 12. The bike has so, 50 HP, so minus 12. The bike does fine. have 50 HP, but you do have a mishap mm. that you're going to have to roll because it takes more than 10 damage on that success. Cool. What are the mishaps? Yeah, I don't have the uh, It's the same as the ship. Uh, oh, okay. Noir, do you have what I would roll for that? Yep, go ahead and roll a d20. I'll read it out for uh, you. 13? Blinding smoke. Uh, this is for the Paraspora, so we'll shift the words. But uh, the helm station fills with smoke and is heavily obscured until this mishap ends. Any creature in the helm station is blinded by the smoke. Uh, yeah. So adapting for the. So you ring. are at the end of the skill challenge. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say so. Roy is just going to eat. Roy's not gonna do anything. Um, Good. Uh, I'm gonna say you really can't see what Moon does. Um, comes back to the Red Slod, who simply don't have the speed to chase you, and so instead are going to bear down at the people who are entering here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Danny, is there anything else you would like to do on your last turn, or are you just gonna get out of here? Uh, if you would like to use a check to try to fix the mishap, you're, you're pretty much in the front, so I would say fixing the mishap is basically your last success to Could I get out of this scenario. make an intelligence check to try and like recall the end of the track so that even though I'm driving blind, I kind of know what I'm in for? <laughs> Enter your mind palace. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I'll, I'll allow intelligence for it, okay. but it's just going to be a straight intelligence check. There's no, there's no modifier to this, so just go ahead and add your plus four. Gotcha. Okay. Uh... That is a 17, and I'm going to use a Flash of Genius to bring that up to 21. You go into your mind palace and (laughs) think of the way out. As you do... There's actually a bit of luck here, uh, where the high winds are actually kind of helping the smoke. (laughs) I was thinking about that. (laughs) So you actually, you know, uh, between those two things you are able to, you enter out into what you recognize, basically where the Paraspora came in, this huge corridor, fighting against the wind, putting your head down as low as you can because you're not even steering with your eyes anymore, just intuition and skill. You put your head down behind the ram's head handlebars to try and, like, block the wind. Roy uh, is just screaming (laughs) so much behind you. And uh kiana as you pull out your uh take finbar's telescope and look you watch uh, as they come streaking in no one behind them and come race in and if you watch for about a minute they cross the finish line uh people like stand up there's a uh, you would assume probably a roar of cheers but you can't (laughs) hear it uh there are like little prestidigitation fireworks that come out and a couple people rush the uh like rush the Brace track, as Danny. I assume you just kind of like pull up and park. Yeah, another Akira bike slide to bring it on home. Um, yeah, Akira bike slide. Uh, you bring it on home. <laughs> Roy gets off and is like <laughs> stumbling. Uh, does anyone in the crowd look uh, like they're in any sort of like guard or anything equivalent? 
that I could direct towards the uh, tunnel full of slides. <laughs> a lot of people have, like, weapons here. Like, there doesn't look to be any official guards or anything, but a lot of people seem to have weapons. Just like, just like, you know, knives and, like, maybe a crossbow or something like that. Like, yeah, maybe short swords. Some stuff. pretty basic weapons. A couple people have something a little more nasty looking, but it's, it's pretty um, scavenged together and kind of like you, you get the sense these are people who defend themselves and not a, and not the city no one wants to take this city whoever looks the nastiest nearby i'll just be like there's that slot breach in the cave i don't know that's big your shrug, city. Like... <laughs> do i see it happening here <laughs> do i see the mummy anyway? you look back you look back uh you see uh with your terrible perception uh and so as you see the shape getting closer to you uh for a moment you think it might be the herky jerky motion you think it might be the hoof the the um the running of a nightmare perhaps like an injured one kind of like hobbling along uh as it gets closer you realize that it's far too small to be that and uh at your feet blows a loose cowboy hat carried by the wind that just stops at your feet i feel bad Wait, the herky jerky motion, is that is that him? It's the it's no, it's it's the hat being blown weirdly. It's just the hat. It's just the hat. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, actually no one follows you out. You go cool. towards the hat to pick it up. Hoping that maybe a bunch of sand will pool underneath or something. He's uh, a bunch of but yeah, like some dead. sand pours out, but there's nothing attached. Oh, fuck. It's better than the head still being inside. Let's be real here. Let's manage our expectations. I don't know. Uh, a mummy head would probably still uh, be alive. <laughs> It'd be like Vision in that one uh, Future Avengers oh, yeah, cartoon. Have you guys seen that? Or am I the yeah. only one who knows that exists? I'm sort of... Yeah, Danny sort of like stares towards uh. the cave, hoping to see any, literally anyone come out, but also then scans the crowd like, where the fuck is... <laughs> the party. Yeah, you look <laughs> well, up where you saw them sitting, and they're just not there. Kiana, you watch all this happen. Is she within a hundred feet? Um. Uh, just give me a just give me a raw luck check. Go ahead and roll me a d twenty on a on a on a. Uh, uh, the cowboy hat higher. keeps blowing a little closer. Thirteen. Further away. Okay, yeah, she's within. She's within range. Face right up against the glass. <laughs> hey, Danny. We got jumped by Andalian, but it's cool. We got him. Also, uh, we don't know what we're doing about the prize. Good job, by the way. Andalian yeah, is here? Well, he was. We might be in charge of Pandemonium now? I don't know. Oh we might be. Is Ro okay? More, it's, uh, I mean, Keanu's got a pretty good insight. They probably weren't super loyal to him, but it's also probably, unless unless you want to make a show of it, it's probably more of a get out of dodge kind of situation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe Virla should knock the door and we can just leave. Are you yeah. guys, like, good uh, to go? What's going on? We got locked in, but I think when Virla remembers he has a spell about that, we'll be out in a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, fortunately, knock is not going to be heard. Yeah. yeah. It's pandemonium. Oh, yeah. pandemonium really is the best dimension. <laughs> Show me the... Danny just tips her hat towards the cave. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, you see the uh, orc who had been... Tip. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, didn't didn't think you were going to have to earn it like that, huh? <laughs> you see the, uh, the orc who you saw before come out 
holding a chest. Um, the wizard, uh, like, throws up uh, their hands, and there's, like, uh, a, f- uh, a fireworks explosion. They- they're not calling for silence, they're calling for eyes, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. thank goodness. And you see the half-orc begins to sign to everyone. Virla, uh, if you watch, you can easily make with out spy this glass. person. This person, yeah, with the spyglass, you can easily make out that this uh, this uh, orc is saying uh, for the very first race through Pendesmos, uh, the Grand Prix of Asylum, we reward, um, and then turns in and uh, asks, is like, uh, shouts in your ear, what was your name? <laughs> just Danny. Signs, just, just Danny. <laughs> uh, Opens the chest. Just Danny pulls Roy out. Roy's with you. Roy won this. Roy <laughs> pulls out. Off. He forfeited his right. Pulls out a medallion, uh, circular, black, set in silver. It has a hole in the middle, so it's like a. It's kind of like a donut-looking thing. It's got little notches going all the way around, and inscribed in the black, you see uh, sixteen different symbols. Uh, on top, uh, a mountain. Uh, followed by mm. Uh, mm. cosmology. I had uh, to draw this. I know what this is. I, yes. Yeah. I a uh, go ahead and make an Arcana check, Danny. <laughs> I'm good at those actually. Uh, sorry, math just completely escaped my brain. Fifteen plus eight. Uh, Twenty-three. Uh, these are all the symbols of the planes. Is this like a day pass or? Uh, they they don't answer you. Um, they just start. There's like a lot of like excitement, and you see like people have been betting, so they start like exchanging things. Uh, another person signs to you. Uh, uh, would you like to meet the the, the man in charge uh, to be congratulated? They'll glance up towards where I know my friends are now. <laughs> you see Kiana face pushed up against the glass. Just like shakes head slowly. Oh god, Kiana, tell her no, tell her no, tell her no. Yeah, that sounds fun. Or, yes, uh, I mean, but I gotta the... get the bike back to the ship first, so I'm gonna circle around. Alright, you get on the bike. Roy goes, are we leaving already? Yeah, Roy, we're leaving. Get on the bike. Alright, glad it came. Doc, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. Before 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 I cast knock, I I don't know. I'm gonna try and prop Endelian up so that he's like sitting. I I don't know. I feel really. This feels more this fucked is, up the more we do just, just leave him off. Just leave him there. Just... As you do, the blood, uh, now that you've sat him up, the blood begins to flow faster from his throat. Shit! Uh, and it just kind of lolls down to his he's chest. He's still fully tied don't, up. Don't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tie him up. Has definitely happened. Did not tie him up, but it's fine. Just just okay. Uh, oh wait, we didn't tie him. No, up. no. But Virla tied Don't, him up. Did we? No, no uh, I, I told Finn I was going to do it. Yeah, I told Finn where to do it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel he less awful about this He was too dangerous to be now. kept alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so we grab everything off of his body, though, and we uh, did. I, I searched. Yeah, I Virla thought I found him. everything. You're free to try, but... I'm trying to... the sword, though. I don't know. Last words, this? I don't know. I don't know. This was a fight befitting of the plane that this took place in. This was really, this is a shit, this is a pandemonium of a, of a fight, let me tell you. The fight was but, um, fine, we just didn't have an exit plan for the fight. To be fair, we weren't expecting the fight. This is true. Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't think that I don't understand the weight of what's happened here. In a weird way, 
you sent me on this path, and I suppose if you were there for its prologue, it is only fitting that you are here at its epilogue. And in another sense of parallelism, you set my Emerson to be under the stars, in your home in the Astral Sea. So I suppose it is fitting then that I set you to rest in a place that deprives you of going to your home. If there was a cliff, I would put you. I would push you off it. But I think we really need to go. <laughs> Glassy Goodbye, eyes just stare past you. We take in the sword. I forget. Take the sword. I leave the canola. <laughs> Two well. reasons right. for the gift to hunt us down. Kiana brings. Uh, <laughs> Grabs another silver sword. Just, uh, it and, comes out uh, with two swords. Virla, uh, do you cast knock? Yeah. All right, Virla, you cast knock. Uh, <laughs> doors fly open as the bar that was on the other side is disbarred. Uh, the dwarf who's standing there gets thrown off to the side. Uh, we're going to call it a skill challenge to return back to the ship. <laughs> so amazing. Uh, I would yeah. love Danny and uh, and uh, uh, what's fuck Roy are fine. Roy. You were really gonna say Egan, weren't you? Whoa. I was only gonna say Egan. Uh, Danny and Roy are fine. You guys are gonna make it back to the ship just fine. Really, no one can catch Papa you. Danny. You're already outside the city. Uh, but as you do blow it off, I'm gonna count knock as a first success. You got out of the locked room, and if anyone else has anything they'd like to contribute to the skill challenge, hit me up. Uh, before we leave the room with the. Uh, uh... Um, what's his fuck? Uh, and Delian in it. I want to say, you fought good. It's kind of a shame you were such an asshole. And then we're going to leave. Um, <laughs> Get your last cool... jabs in. Well, it could have been a cool nemesis relationship if he wasn't so killable. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, I we could have team rocketed this. We could have. Um, we could have. There's still Dexter. You got, you, got, uh, <laughs> you got Dexter still running around. Yeah, yeah, we've already got one asshole running around that we won't feel bad about killing. Um, yeah, I'd like. I'm gonna suggest that you guys sh shrink so I can carry you, and then I just go full speed. <laughs> I can, can only shrink, shrink one person. One person. Mm -hmm. Shit, yeah. never mind. Um, uh, but you can plunge. Uh, you can wild shape. I was going to turn into an elk. Um, oh, a... you could <laughs> okay. also turn into something small that I could carry. But <laughs> okay, I, I was gonna. How how wide is this? We're in a hallway before we get out. The first thing is a hallway. Okay. It's going to open up, and you're going to have to race through the city, which is somewhat labyrinthine, remember, with mm -hmm. walls and shit. Okay. Uh, and how long has it been since all of this has gone down? Uh, because I still have my uh, dragon up. It lasts for 10 minutes. Uh, 10 minutes, you're still within. You're still within. Okay, uh, cool. What you're um, in that case, um, I'm going to. Oh. A reminder that you can become a spider. Any animal you become is going to se severely limit the skill. That's actually not necessarily true. Becoming a spider is going to severely limit your ability to affect this. Sure. But I would also count it, if, if Virla shrinks and Finbar wild shapes, and it's, so it's just Kiana's mm -hmm. speed, I'm going to count that as a full success without any rolls or anything. But Kiana's so just... So then everything else is going to be on Kiana. Mm -hmm. So much faster. walk speed. I think that my is, success would just true. be ferrying us mm -hmm. out, right? Kiana, Kiana is going to be... Uh, probably doing almost all the skill checks after that, but it's an automatic success on the first one. So right, I can move 135 feet around. Uh, yes, speed so. is indeed good, but uh, it's yeah. you know there's there are other obstacles to overcome other than just closing distance. So. Yep. I think so. What would you like uh, to do? I think that might be a good first thing, honestly. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll cash rank on myself and I'll assume the position of being Kiana's <laughs> pocket. Uh, pocket, pocket Kiana. Kiana. 
I will follow suit. Sorry, Dr. Palmer, I need both hands. I will, um... <laughs> what a niche reference! <laughs> Is it? Wait, was that not Doctor Strange? No, no, that was Justice no. League. Uh, Wonder Woman Justice stores League. the atom in her cleavage for a fight scene. <laughs> All right. Sometimes we forget that. No, actually, no one has ever forgotten that Bruce Tim is a uh, horny. <laughs> Finbar, are you going to go spider? Or are you going to go uh, elk? I will count either as a success because you're becoming faster or you're riding with Kiana. Um, but... Probably go mid range. Like, I could probably sprint with a cat probably wouldn't be an issue. Uh, it doesn't particularly matter. It, what point. he's really losing is his ability to cast yeah. spells and speak. That's, yeah, like that's, a, that's the big that's thing. The Being a cat off. or a spider is like, is, 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 it's, there's no difference one yeah. or the other. This is true. Um, so he's either going to be able to run and like make some checks mm -hmm. or he's going to be a spider and he makes basically no checks. Right. Virla will still be able to cast spells teeny weeny, right? Uh, Virla can still cast spells as long as they're not concentration. Right. Okay. Yep. Um... They're just itsy bitsy. Yeah, no. Uh, How far can you dimension door us if... Oh, wait. We already did this. Yeah, 400 uh, feet still. Yeah. But you can't yeah. take all three of us even if I can't take all teeny. three. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And you just used a lot of spell slots, lightning bolts, lightning, mm. I did. lightning yeah. bolts, and uh, counter spell. Well, I still have two fourth levels, so I can do dimension door two <laughs> times. Mm -hmm. But it's not enough we to... We would need three. Back, you can back, get back. someone out, yeah. and then you can get back. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I will, if it, it's exciting. if I need to drop the, the wild shape, I will, but, uh, spider, let's go. Cry, crawl right on top of Kiana. Okay. Let's keep it's Finbar's spider cool. sauna. Kiana. Yeah. Pocket Finbar. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right, Finbar gets, <laughs> Finbar gets So it's gets, just tiny Virla hanging out with a comparatively very large spider. <laughs> Virla, it's really scary to see a spider this big. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Fantastic. Spider just winks. Fantastic. All right, that's another success. That's two successes. Uh, any ability checks from probably Kiana? What would hmm. you like to do? I don't know how insight's going to be helpful here. No, come on. Is don't there any way that, me. like, if I'm looking, like, if I'm looking in the direction that count, like, I can still look out and see like what's in front of us? Yeah. If I can try and like investigation our way through the crowd back to the ship uh, uh that's definitely more of a, I, I would say investigation is possible it's going to be a very high check a survival check is going to be much more i can easily for that kind so of technically i am a spider but i also still have the dragon form up um and while in the dragon yes. form um i my, the minimum i can roll on any wisdom or intelligence check is 10 um, and I have a plus eight Whoa. to mm. survival checks. So oh that is God. awesome. How is Finbar going to communicate his findings to Kiana, who is carrying is... him while he's a spider? I'm going to go ahead and say that spider dancing is not going to come. <laughs> but it's such a fan favorite Pinky moment. He spider dance to Virla, and then Virla communicates it to me. So <laughs> when, when Finbar was going to turn into an elk, it was going to be my idea to, uh, to tell Kiana to mind link with I was Finbar actually going to so that... say, mind linking yeah. with Wild Shape Finbar would solve a lot of problems. Uh, that would solve a lot of problems. Um, you didn't do that at first, so... We didn't. Open the pocket. <laughs> Anyone I can make eye contact with. So I think, yeah, at this point, Virla would not know like... if Finbar has an idea. But it's okay. I feel like, yeah, well, there's, it's not that you can't mm -hmm. do it, but you're, you're going to have to, like, this is taking time from your escape right. to set this thing up now. So. I'm going to, okay. Uh, so Go ahead. You know what, Kiana? Go ahead and make me an, hmm. Is it, a, is it an intelligence or a wisdom to see if you think of, when you think of this? Rude. Uh, 
go ahead. I mean, I know you've got high wisdom, but it kind of feels like logistics. It kind of feels like planning. So I'd like Kiana really... to make... It says I have advantage on int saves, but not uh, int saves. Int saves, yeah. correct. That's from spells. Right. It's from your sword, actually. Uh, oh, um, okay. Neat. So just and a Sunny, flat... if Sunny's ever around. But Sunny's not. Sunny's on the Sunny's screen. Not. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence check to see if you would right. think to mind link with him as he's like, fuck, if only I could talk, I could survival her way, our way through. Roger that. My int is plus zero. Okay, I'm going to say DC 13. I rolled a seven, so okay. I didn't think of it. Sorry. Kiana, my, my original idea then of trying to investigation my way through it, I think might is the only way that is the only other thing that I can think of. And I can at least communicate it to Kiana, even though it might be a higher... Uh, DC skill check. Uh, yeah, go ahead and try to communicate that to her. I'll call that, if you get this going, I'll call it a success. Uh, the Kiana's roll is one failure. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is a skill challenge. Failed skills cost you... Uh, that was just an itch check. It was, uh, yes, whatever. it was. To yeah. see if you could set up something. Sorry, go on. Uh, okay, that was a natural 12, so investigation is 20. Okay, so... Oh, sorry, computer went sleepy. Uh... It's a dirty 20, and what are you trying to do? You're trying to investigate your way through the crowd? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll say that as crowds are moving, but walls are static. So as you begin to like formulate in your mind the best way, uh, how does your tiny voice break through the wind for you to communicate with, uh, with Kiana about uh, as she goes to take a wrong turn, or at least like a less... Um, uh, a less advantageous term. How do you communicate to her? Uh, I'll first try, like, yelling at her, but if she's not responding to it, um, I'm going to cast Sending. Yeah! And say, if I... If you, if you feel me tugging on your shirt, left, go left. If you feel me tugging on your shirt, right, go right. Oh, that's so smart. Totally allow it. Sending definitely works. No need to, uh, to see if there's any success there. Fantastic. All right. That brings you to three successes. The knock, the Kiana carrying you, and uh, Virla investigating while sending. Uh, mm-hmm. This is uh, compared to one failure. Any other ability checks anyone would like to make? I'd like to pop open a cold one with my boy Roy. You guys make it back to the ship. Uh, <laughs> get inside the protective field and uh, just deafened. Like everything is muffled even as you're talking and you know that... Uh, it should be good because there's no more wind. Like your hair is no longer going crazy, but you still like really can't communicate with each other. Yeah, I'm attuned to the helm, so I'll sit down in the seat while I'm drinking and just wait for the rest of the crew to show up, so we can just. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> oh no. I could try the survival check. Um. Does I, Kiana have anything she wants to do as well? Like either of you guys can make checks. Um. All I can think of would be like acrobatics things, stealth things. They're the Seems, same. Both seem reasonable to me. However, yeah. you would like to justify them. Um. Well, the acrobatics would be if I wanted to just parkour straight line my way to the ship as quickly as possible. But I think That's, I know. That sounds like a perfectly good use of a uh, skill check to me. Yeah, but uh, I think I know that uh, it's a big, complicated crowd of people the best thing to do would not be to draw attention to myself by fucking jumping over everybody and would instead be to sort of move at high speed through the crowd, which I think would be a stealth kind of thing. 
sort of like Oh yeah, you want to stealth. avoid people? Totally. Uh, yep. Go ahead and roll me a stealth. Uh, I'm actually going to say this is not too hard. It's dark. It's windy. Mm-hmm. People here, uh, you know, they rely on sight, but even so, it's it's very... And there's no sound, so, like, you really can't be spotted. So yeah. I'm going to say that everyone here basically has a passive perception of 12, so I really just want you to be a passive perception of 12. All right, well, uh, let's not get our hopes up. Oh, I exactly hit 12. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Nice. Nice. That's a success. That's four successes. It's like I need five or higher. What's everyone so worried about? Two more checks and you're home free. Oh, or two great. failures and you're not home free. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be mm-hmm. one of the two. Um. Okay. So. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great stuff. The acoustics of pandemonium vary hmm. depending on the environment that the wind is blowing off and hitting sp- like places from. Already excited to see where this could possibly go. <laughs> I The thing that Viral is going to try and listen for is the tunnel that the Paraspora entered from and like parked by. Is that this is... a nature check <laughs> to try and <laughs> listen to the environment's wind and the unique like yes it's a nature check that's a very high dc can't we ju- yeah am i not just retracing my steps <laughs> you you are you are but there's this is remember this is a dramatized uh-huh. you know however you guys can think of applying this you know anything could be useful as kiana you know you forget to turn down an alley or something like that right and yeah. virla needs to you know listens to see if you can remember so virla if you'd like to make that check i'm going to set the dc <laughs> for listening to the wind at 25. Oh, I cannot do it. No. I have a plus four to nature. Okay. I I appreciate it. It's a little ambitious. Fair enough. Uh, Actually, Kiana, Red, Red made a good point. We're just retracing steps. Would it be a history check to remember the steps that we had gone? Okay. Yes, I, I'd say a history check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm a lot better with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, though, because it's very similar. So I'm going to allow it because it's not the same as your investigation, but it's basically, it's very similar. So I'm sorry, what DC sure. did I set investigation at? A 17 or an 18? I'm not sure you told us. Yeah. Did you not Did you not do an investigation? I did. Oh, okay. What did you roll? Do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, sorry. that's okay. It's okay. It's just going to be a higher DC mm-hmm. now um, because sure. it's very similar but it's, it's technically different, um, yeah. so we're going to increase the DC because basically, like, the things you're not investigating, you're trying to remember, so it's kind of like overlapped skills, right? So go ahead I rolled and roll a, I rolled a 20 for, for the investigation. Gotcha, cool. So I'd like for you to roll me a 20, uh, DC 22. Okay. To see if you can remember your way out. No, that's a 3. Yeah! Okay. A reminder that you guys will make it to the ship. Mm-hmm. The, uh... The you know success is consequences that might mm-hmm. oh okay happen as a result. Uh, I was going to recommend right. that really you guys just this... dimension door straight to the ship and I just run the rest of the way. Really, actually, you're is, both is that... small enough, but you would be abandoning Kiana mm-hmm. to the skill check by yourself. Yeah, so it's just more running. What I'm Anything... translating this to is how much are we going to piss Danny off once we return to the? I'm also going to say at this point the the being small has helped you guys a lot. So if you guys want to stop being a spider and being small, you still have that success. It's not going to go right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just, you know... Mm. I don't want you to feel locked in for the whole skill challenge. You already right. gained a lot of ground by just letting Kiana fucking go. 
Alright, so anything else? I think Barrel will, will stay small, honestly. Because Kiana's moving faster than he could. So How? that's Which way is the wind, wind blowing? Or is it like blowing in our faces or like all over the place? Uh it changes uh back and forth pretty mm-hmm. much. So we could somehow have the wind move in our favor. Would you count that? Do you have any spells? There are certainly druid spells that would do such I a thing. had prepped Gust of Wind. Okay. Oh. You'd have to draw yes. a spider, but as I already said, uh-huh. that, would be, that would be doable. Right. Um, and I would, uh, I would set that at, now you're going against the nature of the mm-hmm. plane, but you don't need to conquer it, you just need to get it to work a little bit less against exactly. you when it's going to work against everyone else. So I would say that there would be a check involved, but it would be a relatively low DC. In that case, we need one more success. Actually, what's your spellcasting modifier? Um, modifier is plus four. Plus four for your wisdom? Uh, a 14 is what you would need, and with the dragon... You can't roll less than a 10. Oh, you can't roll less than yes. A 10. Oh, this is, yeah, no, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. In Synergy. that case, yeah, no, I crawl out of Kiana's pocket, uh, pop out. Um, wow. Fantastic. Hold my hand out as a strong gust of wind sort of, wow. so, sort of splits um, any incoming wind our way and it creates a, um, what's it called? Not turbulence, um, what's it called? Drag? What, whatever. What are you describing? So, creates an easy yeah, run space. Tailwind? Yeah, tailwind, sure. Um, hmm. uh, and yeah, I cast a gust of wind. <laughs> All right, you cast oh, gust of wind, oh, and sure. uh, I'm also gonna say at this point that ten minutes has elapsed with uh, seven checks and the mm-hmm. fight. Ten minutes has elapsed, so you use mm-hmm. it successful. The dragon fades at this mm-hmm. point, uh, so you're not gonna have it on any future checks. But fantastic, it saved your ass on this one. This brings you to five and two, which means that the next check is gonna decide. <laughs> What happens? So, I would love for whoever's going to make the final ability check of this skill challenge to uh, tell me what you like to roll. Chirp. Chirp. Have you Chirp. considered looking into some glass? <laughs> uh, we're not I want to look into some glass so I can up my charisma so uh-huh. that I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really thought Virla was going to be out there to be H. <laughs> I was like, who would Danny bring other than Virla? My boy! That'd be nice for Andelian's uh, yeah. spellcasting. Uh, can I roll perception to see if I can spot can the ship I? in the distance? I don't know if that'll help. I mean, you know, you got to get to the exit. Okay. So I would, I would totally allow that, but it's pretty small help. So mm-hmm. even though you have a high bonus yeah. perception, I'm going to say this can be a high DC. Probably not then. What are you thinking, Red? Um, I was thinking I could not quite rules as written a couple abilities. Um, well, I'd love to hear it. Well, I had two ideas. Uh, one of them just being visage of the astral self uh, gives me dark vision and also lets me get advantage on insight. Uh, so just to kind of get that last like hurdle of like, all right, hold on, where are we going? Uh, and the other thing was. Um, 
stillness of mind. Uh, I don't, I'm not under an effect that causes me to be charmed or frightened, but if I could use that to sort of like just really briefly shut out the noise and be like, wait, actually, where the fuck am I going? Uh, like, okay, I would don't allow. Panic. I would allow either of those in conjunction with an ability check. Neither of those I think are strong enough to just be a success. Yeah. But I would allow either of those to be used to like lower the DC on ability check if you think that there's an ability check that, that would go with either of those. Well, I certainly wouldn't mind rolling an insight check at advantage, but you know. Uh, I would. I mean, if you want to express me how insight is, uh, like reading people is gonna, uh, would help you in this get out of dodge situation. Mm. Can I suggest? Sure. Because we parked with the other spell jammers, right? And the race is over, so there would be people going in that direction to leave, right? Um, potentially, yes. I mean, uh, you guys are kind of at the... I, I'm actually going to say no, because the race just ended and then you guys fled. Okay. So, like, no okay, one is right. going as fast as you, right? Yeah. All right. That's the only other thing. That's the only thing I can hmm. use against Sight for. Trying to, like, weed out those who are going to our direction versus those who aren't. I don't know. It was a tenuous yeah. one at best. Um, uh, I mean, there's only so many times I can roll acrobatics checks or stealth checks right. or whatever uh, right. to keep doing the same thing I've been doing. I mean, you haven't used I, acrobatics. If you want to use acrobatics to dry in, I mean... I chose I would, the stealth approach rather than the bouncing off the walls approach. Yeah, so. uh, there's always time to change tactics. Right. Now, you're not carrying Finbar and Virla, so it's going to be like I'm still a carrying higher Virla. DC. She's still you carrying know? me. Oh, Pocket sorry, you still carry Virla. Yeah, fin, another, Finbar can't follow you, though, if you like acrobatics over a wall. Mm -hmm. Right, so, which isn't exactly right. helpful. It, um, I would say that it is a, it's a success, but it's going to be a high DC because you're only really helping yourself and Virla. Yeah, so yeah. let's not do that. As opposed to it would have been pretty easy when they were both small, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, can we get Danny to pull the ship in closer to us? Do you have another sending in you? I don't know if there's I room. Do. Like we came in there, we'd be able to know if the ship could fit past where we docked it. Uh, that's a good question. It's actually, I have a picture of Asylum is my own creation, but it's loosely based mm -hmm. off of another mm -hmm. location. Big nowhere from the Guardians trilogy energy. <laughs> Uh, it's located um, uh, it's based off of a location that's actually there so let me pull up the picture because I think the answer is kind of yes okay like, it would you you couldn't get it down on the ground like you'd have to lower a rope ladder but uh, I thought uh, of a possible justification for an inside check Oh, what was your insight? What was your insight? Well, right now we're just kind of sprinting pell mell on the assumption that we're probably being chased or something. Uh, I would like to see who, if anybody, is looking at or for us. Scan okay. the crowd with my visage um, of the astral self up. Uh, I get that. I'm not sure. How would that help you get there like faster? Like who stealth made you avoid people. Yeah, but and... this is specifically who to avoid. This is still my, the way I said the stealth was more like move with the crowd. Don't draw attention to yourself by fucking booking it through a crowd of people who are moving at moderate speed. Like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know. So try to avoid anyone who may be looking for you. Yeah, anyone who looks even halfway official or is like scanning the crowd in a specific mm -hmm. way. Anyone who's cottoned on to what happened. Cool. Uh, again, this is this is like kind of tricky, so it's a little bit up there. It's not like crazy. It's not going to be DC 25. Uh, and you are rolling an advantage. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and set this at another DC of 22. And if you would like, go ahead and roll. All right. Well, my insight is 
plus nine, so I need a 13 or higher. Um, Come on, at advantage, what are the odds? It's basically yeah. guaranteed. And if I fuck this up, I apologize, but I ran out of clever tricks to do two skill checks yeah. ago. I mean, that's... It's a 16 on the die, there we baby. Go. Easy. Okay. Get us out of here, bitch. You All watch right. as... Uh, so that a was a 25, I would have succeeded anyway. Huh. Who are clearly <laughs> on the lookout. Uh, like, step in the most obvious path. And whereas everyone else might have booked it past them, you read their intention, even with covered faces uh, and, you know, covered eyes and stuff like that. You read their intention and just grab <laughs> Finbar Firla and yank them down an alley. It adds a couple seconds to your trip, but you uh, kind of go through, like, a back uh, kind of area. There's a lot of, like, archways here that obscure vision. And you begin to crest out of the... Um, you begin to crest out. You see the exit uh, as you go Finbar <clears throat> with your passive perception. There's a lot of people excited here. There's a lot of people looking around here. In other words, people like are hyped from the event. There are people trying to figure out what's going on. You notice as you cut through this like kind of back alley area, hold up someone you hadn't spied yet who is draws your attention because they are neither excited nor searching instead they are sitting with like their back kind of to you uh working on something the wind catches a little bit of hood you see like it kind of like blows open inside you see a, a female fire genasi it's not a mummy um, it's no one that you uh, recognize for anything, mm -hmm. um, oh. but the eyes lock onto you, and there's like this brief moment you're like, "What's like something is kind of like weird about this?" And <laughs> of you realize that what it is is as as the mm -hmm. as the hood blows open, you notice that uh, where there were ears, instead there is just dry caked blood on both sides, oh. where the ears have been removed recently. Uh, recently. Uh, Yikes. And they just, they look at you and then turn back to what they were doing as you guys bolt past them. What are they doing? I don't know, you guys want to stay to find out? <laughs> Can you I make a out? really, really quick perception check to see if I spotted <laughs> in passing? Uh, go ahead. Uh, either of you guys can make a, uh, I'll allow a quick perception okay. check. Um, You've already succeeded on the skill challenge. You're going to get out of here unless you decide to. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of poke else. Kiana. Um, and can I give her the help action on this? Uh, go for yeah. it. Advantage? Yes. Yes, All go right. ahead and make it an advantage. Well, that first roll was a three. So Viral is also aware of, of this, right? Okay. Uh, it's Finbar's high perception that notices mm -hmm. this. So unless I, I poked Kiana, you know, there's not a lot of time to have her. So I, 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 I'm not believing my eyes as we're running, and right. I poke at Kiana and motion towards uh, the earless fire genasi uh, to help her on right. her. Right. I do a quick glance over with a 22 perception. A 22. Uh, that you know what? Let's go ahead and make a quick little sleight of hand. I am going to give them an advantage because this is actually. Um, uh, like, it's pretty hard to see with everything that's going on, but um, uh, oh wait, I was gonna say you don't have dark vision, but also you have dark vision. I have vision the visage up, so now I do have dark vision. Up. So yeah. it is straight, so oh, we'll, we'll say at advantage is fine. Technically, I think advantage and disadvantage should have cancelled out, but uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. Let me do a quick 
Okay, it's just a plus two, so basically you need a natural 20 to, to keep it from you. It's still um, possible. And it's really good, but it's not a natural 20. You notice as they pull out what looks like a red, um, it's a gem, but it's weirdly, it's not faceted in the normal, like, seven dwarves kind of typical how you would uh, imagine it. It looks kind of like weirdly, like, it's kind of like, it's bumpy like an organ, right? Yeah. It's like kind of like weird and organic looking. It's got kind of this like weird oblong shape. And uh, it looks almost like veined, but it's clearly hard crystal. Uh, and that's what they're holding as they like go to like secret it away. That's what they were quote unquote working on? Uh, there's There might be more to it, but the 22, like that's what you get. All right. Weird. Would you? All right. All right let's okay. just <laughs> slow down stare at each other and then continue through uh danny you see them booking it from the city but as you're sitting at the helm sitting at the helm ready to plane shift us to the astral sea when everybody's on board but just taking a all right the most casual like sitting and shooting the shit with roy watching kind of lazily to see when they show up you guys show up <laughs> uh roy guy roy goes did you see we won yeah no y'all, y'all did a good job yeah, good job. Yeah, it was awesome. We uh, leaving? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it, people, it's, yeah. it's time to go. Plane right. shift away. You guys uh, rise up onto the astral sea, and immediately your ears silence. Oh. Wonderful. Your like hard of hearing, right? You just got out of the loudest concert in the world. Oh. Uh, so, so what happened to you guys? <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, you know, a little bit of a death Andelian, match. Andelian took over Asylum. He might have been the one that organized this race. I don't know. But he basically, we had to fight him and we killed him. We got a second sword. Although that might have been bad. He implied that maybe they can track them. But we do have two of them now. Anyway, I'm sorry that we couldn't fully see your race, but we did see you win. And... That's Get awesome. the cool hat. Oh, just so sadly tip the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> the saddest yeehaw. Ah, it was a day of victories and a day of losses. Crew of the Paraspora, the adventure's coming to a close. Is there anything else you would like to do? Danny's got some new blank. <laughs> I got this fancy medal. Yeah, what'd you get? What's your prize? Uh, it's like a pendant or something. And I turned to Roy. And where? And where's yours? <laughs> I didn't get one. What do you mean you didn't get one? They didn't give me a medal, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> don't worry. Well, in the uh, in the extended cut, Roy's going to get a medal along with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think three movies from now, he'll get a medal, and it'll yeah. be a big moment that we're all supposed to care um, about. I will yeah. let Virla identify this if he desires. Otto wanted you to have this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Virla, would you I'll like to identify? Kiana Check takes over. That's uh, a good question. You can trade off. Time. Uh, uh, I mean, I can do. I'll do both the pendant and the and Endelian sword if if you want, Kiana. May as well. Cool. Just make sure it's not yeah. cursed or whatever. Endelian uh, sword is not cursed. It's another silver blade. It's actually technically a little bit different. I actually don't. I think the rule's intention is that it would operate just like this sword, but it's a uh, it's a long sword, not a great sword. So. So it's one handed. So I can attune uh, to it as my monk weapon. Uh, that's true. You could ditch. It's a it's less damage. Uh, but uh, I hit with it more times. 
I can use it for my unarmed strikes monk attacks, I think. (laughs) Um, It gets a little bit weird. I'll I'll have to look into that. But anyway, yeah, so there's... uh, We're going to go ahead and say for now that the sword does the normal Mm -hmm. uh, shit that's... uh, Actually, it's less good. It doesn't have the mechanical bonus to hit because the Yankee Great Sword of the Supreme Commander is like as good as it gets. This one does not have a mechanical bonus to hit, um, but you understand. Yeah. Uh, The medallion it's called the amulet of the plains yeah yeah Yeah. creative while wearing this amulet you can use an action to name a location that you are familiar with on another plane of existence then make a dc 15 intelligence check on a successful check you cast the plane shift spell on a failure you and each creature and object within 15 feet of you travel to a random destination roll a d100 on a 1 through 60 you travel to a random location on the plane you named on a 61 through 100 you travel to a randomly determined plane of existence if Oh, this is awful. You were I love able it. to install this in the ship somehow. It would still require intelligence check, but there's the possible there uh, with you know with caveats. Mm-hmm. You would be able to travel anywhere you want with a plane shift. Uh, whether how often you would want to do that, because every time you do risk, you do risk mm-hmm. failure. Uh, but but it doesn't oh, count for our daily plane shift with the tuning fork. Uh, it's it it happens. Actually, is there a limited amount of times? I suppose there is not. Oh, no. How often you can use it, because, right, you're not attuning to it. It's not one person. You're kind of, you. if one person wants to attune to it, it works as is. If you yeah. want to try to install it to the ship, how often you can use it is going to be dependent on uh, Danny's check. Uh, mm. Whoever's installing it, but Danny's check, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, likely, combining these two things means you're going to get once per day, but you can go to any plane, but you risk going to the wrong plane. Obviously, you can still sail places if you have nowhere to be quickly and you don't want to risk it. But if you ever have to get somewhere quickly, there's always the chance. Uh, there's always the opportunity to use this. Uh, perhaps more uses with a enough time and a high enough check. I explain all of that to Danny. I don't explain the integrating into the ship part. I'm fully just like, you do what you want with it. If you want to keep it for yes, yourself. Yes, if you then... explain... Yeah, I mean, you would, you would only know the text that I read. Mm. Yeah, but... Players, you know. I mean, I can't do anything with it at this exact second. I'm sort of all full up on attunement. If you've got a spot open, Virla, I feel like you're the other person who could use this. I might. I really don't. <laughs> then it might just live in the bag until I can figure out how to integrate it with the ship, because, uh. No offense to Finbar and Kiana, but I feel like we're the intelligence based part of this crew, and I don't want to go to, like,. Pandemonium again by mistake, you know. I'ma pretend I didn't hear that. Sure. <laughs> I'm also going to pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm not Dan- gonna say anything. Danny says it I- while she's shouting because she's still bad. But there are like twenty feet away in the bubble, like, yeah, okay, alright. <laughs> by the way, just, what were you guys just me and plug Sunny. There was a moment right before we had reached the Paraspora when you guys slowed down for a bit. Yeah, no, we saw. Oh, yeah, the weird person. You saw it too? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know what I saw. Something about a, um, it. Was, uh, it was a fire genasi. Uh, red, fire genasi. Uh, yeah, with, uh, ears gone noise. recently. Mm-hmm. Felt like a pandemonium thing. Holding some kind of weird, like, red crystal that looked like it came out of somebody's body. Um... Does that sound like a slot? Oh no, crystal? is that a slot thing? Oh no. Sounds kind of like a slot crystal. Slots can transform to look like other things, like people. 
Well, well it they don't typically like they take the crystals out of their body. Yeah, it, it, the crystal sounds like it was the slod thing that you wanted. But does that mean that that I, Genasi I don't know. Does... killed the mummy too? The the mummy's dead. The mummy was already no, dead, no, right? I'm... The saddest yeehaw has been hauled this day. Mm. Oh, deader. Okay. <laughs> or like okay. not moving, coming back time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, probably. Mm. The things Do that made it out that of that this cave Genasi knows me, Roy, and this hat, and I guess the bike, technically. Do you think that Genasi knows how to sticks proof a spell jammer? I kind of hope not. Wasn't Cressida saying something about Genasi artificers being stolen and taken? I think it was just artificers and Roy, do, can you fill us in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy, does she talk in her sleep or something? This is disgusting. Surely oh, she confides no, in you, her that. closest confidant. <laughs> what? Sleep. Okay. Out of boy, right? Okay. Danny, in the most uh, like oh, I younger sibling way ever, just like mind <laughs> gagging, <laughs> throw it up. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, did did Cressida? She, did she tell you anything about this? She must have, right? Uh, she mentioned that she was looking for artificers, and that she thought Danny might be one of the artificers because she's always uh, disappearing. And I said, Nah, she's just always disappearing. That's what she does. And then she said, well, maybe I could call her. And I said, uh, okay. I love Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Really feeling that uh, high charisma right now. <laughs> this might warrant then talking with Cressida. Might help um, the lead. Might give her a lead into the thing that she's working on. But well, We don't know if these are connected. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't. It's just something we got to keep it, our eyes on. Yeah. It's just a number of circumstances all happening at once. I do think that it is rather coincidental that a fire genasi has something that could be very important to the fortification and upgrading of a spelljammer. I don't... You said they didn't have any ears? Is there anything yeah, that I know about, ears. like, cultures about... Anything, like, in either Githyanki or Mind Flayer culture about, like, chopping off ears? It just didn't look like it on purpose. communicates via telepathy, and you want to limit how your enslaved characters are communicating. This looked like more of like... a recent, like, like really yeah, recent Yeah, it was, it was blood. The blood is still fresh. Yeah. It, oh, I see. They chopped off the ears so they didn't have to hear the wind then. That I was the impression Maybe. I got, but now I'm not so sure. Uh, I, well... It was really fast and really weird. Okay. Then yes, I I don't know what to make of that. That's concerning. Feels like I don't know. Is that a thing we should follow up on? Uh, whose backstory is this related to at this point? <laughs> You've gotten real meta lately, Danny. I feel like I've just become so much more like aware of storytelling and. <laughs> Communication in general. Danny seems more confident. It's the hat. Well, Man, that race must have been so fun. At any rate, this is not the time to be speculating about it. I think we've done enough of that. Tonight is for celebrating. Danny, you fucking I, won. That's awesome. I yeah. appreciate the celebrations and libations and whatnot, but I do feel like this was more of a internal journey than it is a thing I actually care about celebrating. I thought I'm going to turn down food or something, but I, I don't know. All right, then. Food coming right up. Everybody else. Done. Until the next adventure. Nope. 
Hey, dude, aren't you getting married, married soon? Ah, uh, yeah, yes, I am. Uh, Finbar, how <laughs> soon is soon? Out of curiosity. <laughs> how do you uh, know this? Y'all, y'all didn't get the. Uh, what you guys talked? Danny's talked about y- it. Y'all didn't get the. Is this like a big secret I shouldn't have done? Y'all didn't get the invites yet? Those should have been mailed out by Did now. You? I don't have a mailing address. Oh, right. All of us Stru- live on this ship. I run back into uh, my room. Villa, uh, we forgot to mail out the... Okay. Uh, all right. I come back out and I hold a huge stack of envelopes. <laughs> Elise sitting at home. It's weird how you got me. Honestly. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, I find Danny's up. and I hand it to her. When's the date? When's the date? How soon? I'm just going to keep steering the ship. We're, we're getting close. In fact, uh, as of next episode, wedding planning begins Ooh. in earnest. I think Verilis Thing is delivering all these invitations. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck, just taking. Really do I have a plus one? <laughs> just taking the paraspora. Does Danny's Does invite Danny say plus, plus one? <laughs> Danny bring a Everybody plus one. gets plus one. Does yeah. Roy get an invite? <laughs> Does Roy get an invite? Uh, everyone at the Roy Heap is getting an invite. Um, a lot of people from uh, the guild right. are getting an invite. Otto. Uh, extended, yeah, Otto is invited. Um, Finbar's extended family is going to be there. Um, Flex, take a plus one. We, gotta, we need to fill out the other side of the aisle, man. Uh, that's, that's, that's for it. <laughs> That's for at least to figure out, but it's, there's no aisle. It's, it's just going to be a thing where it's just one giant crowd, one big family. Uh, mm. Nice save. Very, very pers- dangerous territory right. for a second there. <laughs> this actually might be this actually might be a good thing for Virla to do because wouldn't that mean that he could visit Caleb and Sierra and oh and yeah, Max no, they're, they're invited too. He could visit all three of those yep. NPCs. We could do as many huh. vignettes as you want. I should all see right. if I can find somebody who casts Sending to Ioni to see if she wants to be my plus one. I, I don't think she's ever met Elise, but it might be fun. Nice party, good food. I know Ioni. I can, I can cast sending if we oh, really yeah. wanted to. I, I thought we were just sort of accepting that she was off doing her own thing, and we would run into her when we would it, run into her. No, I mean, yeah, but it can't hurt to invite her. An invite would be nice. Sure. Yeah. We can talk logistics, uh, I suppose, on our way back. All right. Which is to say right now, but... (laughs) Next, yeah, next time we begin with uh, the the wedding planning and uh, adventures to get things ready. So we'll catch you for a Tales of Wedding preparation episode next time. Ah. (laughs) That, I think we should conclude this uh, season four, episode four of Rolling with Difficulty, The Adventures of the Crew of the Prospera. Nobody finished processing anything emotionally. Yeah, well, pretty resolute. Finbar took off. From my understanding, Finbar crossed off another thing that was on his, uh, I assume, on his to-do list before he left the crew, which is killing Endelian. <laughs> it it yeah. was hasty, but Virla did like come to terms with like this is a this is like a pretty nice way to sort of end this saga, I suppose. Oh, Danny gained a real insight yeah. into her sense of self, and I think actually really worked through some of the frustration <laughs> she was feeling. Really so just kind of just Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> You were what expecting shame, the Danny uh, angsty loner arc, but instead it will be Kiana. <laughs> hey, Verla offered. Hey, do you want to ask this guy about Oleranway? But no. No, no, no. Different angsty loner arc. Don't worry about it. Oh. Nothing is wrong. Oh. Everything's cool. Oh. All right then. Good shit. Hope. So. <laughs> uh, with all of that, I think that we'll say goodbye. We'll catch you all next time. Whew. It's a long one. Fun things are afoot. Adios. Peace. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rolling with Difficulty. The crew of the Per Aspera will return next week for another thrilling installment, but if you miss us before then, you can visit us on Rolling with Difficulties Discord linked in the show notes below. Got any questions, comments, or concerns? Feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron for even more exclusive content like art from the cast, stories about NPCs, and homebrew like the Bard College of Feasts subclass. Thank you to everyone who has been supporting the show and listening, and we'll catch you out on the Astral Sea.